Hotline League is brought to you by Open by HP. For episode 20 of Hotline League, Mark had a crazy idea to do it live. We are here at the Shelbourne South Beach. People, Dash in the audience won't shut up. We are here at the Shelbourne South Beach in Miami uh, after a lot of stress. Hopefully everything goes okay with the show. I, I don't know if it's going to. I, There's I'm like a 50-50 chance this thing just explodes. Yeah. And, and it, I'm looking forward to it, quite frankly. I'm, of course, joined right now by Mark Zimmerman, my constant co-host. How's it going, Mark? Pretty good. I'm all Miami'd out as best I could do. Yeah. Uh, white turtleneck. And then I kept the PJ pants because that's always what I wear when it's like a bedroom Skype show. But I wanted to, you know, make sure I was comfortable, felt at home. Yeah. Well, you, you look comfortable and like you're it. used to being home. With that being said... Are Mark, you, are you going to do your usual, like, this, this, and this, coming to you now at Hotline League, and then all the Omen stuff plays? We, that already doing, happened. Oh, that was? At the, the start okay. of the show. Oh, that already happened. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we, so, we did it. Uh, oh, so are we actually starting? Yes. Okay. This is This is started. Did you so, not know we were streaming, Mark? No, I knew we were live. Okay. I, I just, didn't know if we were, that was like a preamble. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a preamble, but we're we're getting into the show. All right, so we're ready for our first special guest? Yeah, I think so. I mean, with a, we could just ramble like we normally do, but I think it's actually quite fun to just bring somebody up. Yeah, so the first one that we wanted to bring on was Jat. Yeah, so Jat's in the audience. He can come on Kobe up. said he wanted to go first, but I didn't, I didn't want Kobe. He's on his phone right now. Yeah, he's not even paying attention, he's yeah, yeah. saying. Oh, okay, yeah. he does get some cheers. Because we shot the dive live yesterday. So we, we too, tried to do our first live talk show it's How'd harder that go? than you think. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not easy, that's for sure. Uh that's not easy. Yeah, it's but, good. Yeah. And and uh I don't know. I've been really enjoying Miami since I got into to town. I think it's quite quite nice. Yeah, we got some uh donor uh Euros, gyros, had a long discussion on how to pronounce that. Yeah. Do you yeah. know how to pronounce that word? Donner? No, no, no. no. The one that comes after. Ka like kebab? The one that I just pronounced two different ways because I, I didn't did I even say kebab? I don't, I don't know how to. A gyro? A gyro? Oh, gyro, yes. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. So we went to the Mediterranean place. I looked up how to pronounce gyro beforehand, and then we ordered it, and the waitress was like, gyro? Okay, I'll bring yeah. it to you. I, I mean, if they're the waitress, I assume they know what's, what's up. I think she's just trolling us, but I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. Well, while Chat and I small talk, uh, Mark, you want to? Yeah, I'll so go this, find the This first. is what's fun. Uh, Mark and I, because we, we want to be able to pull people from, from the audience, and uh, normally the way that the show works, a lot of people don't know this. <laughs> Mark, Mark, don't show the Quality them. outfit. Yeah, this is, no Twitch chat band, please. Um, we normally go into Discord to pull people into the chat so that they can have a conversation with us. Uh, this time we have gone ahead and uh, decided to go into the audience. Mark will be going out there fishing people in. And you're putting them way over on and the side? And they're going over there in the hot seat where they'll okay. have to talk to us and, and have the conversation with us. Yeah. Uh, so you don't really have, like, topics for this show, do you? No, no, you no. Just... We never do. I mean, yeah. this one, uh, predominantly, preferably, we would talk about the big event that's happening this weekend. I, have you heard of that? It's, big, it's happening at Fillmore. Who's your favorite? My favorite? Who, who do you think will win? Who do I think? Oh, we're diving straight into that. I figured a guest would bring up. Uh, I think Team Liquid will win. By what series score? Yeah. What's that? What's the series score? Well, here, we'll answer that in just a second. We have, okay, hello. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on? Uh, I'm Travis Fender. Your name is also Travis. Yes, I met you in MSI when it was in Tally in 2015, uh, Travis. Where nice are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling uh, originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Very cool. Did you, did you come all the way down here from Jacksonville, Florida? Yes, I did. Wow, welcome. I know, welcome. amazing. Yeah. 
So first off, congratulations on your name. That's that's a fantastic name. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, can you? Uh, what did you want to talk about on the show today? Uh, I want to talk about um, franchising since okay. it's kind of our first split. We're franchising, and uh, we're obviously going to have a new NALCS champion that we haven't had before. Um, you guys, what's your pros? What's your cons so far? With the new, you know, having franchising in the LCS. Yeah. So, do we like franchising? Yeah. Do you like it, or what? You, and what you don't? Mark, I, I think it's done pretty well. I think it, it's obviously more of a long-term goal that people are doing with franchising, but to immediately have new teams that you just sign, kind of like validating themselves by making it this far into the postseason, I think that's the biggest win, probably of the whole split. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I have really enjoyed franchising. So basically going into spring split, it was the most excited I had been for a split probably since the creation of the LCS. It was super cool to see basically franchising wreck every existing roster and reset it. Uh, tons of story different storylines came out of it. Um, and I think uh, several of the – I've been really impressed with, with the franchise uh, teams that have come in so far. I mean, 100 Thieves alone is like, like they are competing in the finals after basically not existing a couple months ago. Uh, their branding and swag has been cool. It'd be nice if you could buy their merchandise every now and then, but it's just been really cool to see all the different teams that have come in. So I, I've thought it's been fantastic. Yeah, I'd, li I'd like to get your thoughts on it too, but for, for me, I have liked the new orgs that came in. Mm -hmm. I think 100 Thieves and Clutch finding immediate su success was good. But also, even though there was excitement, Travis, with uh, all the rosters kind of blowing up and reforming, I do feel like that negatively impacted the quality of play at the start of the split. Mm -hmm. Over time, I think it definitely improves as the teams kind of find their footing. I think long-term it should be better since everyone signed two- and three-year contracts. But the fact that we only had nine players who started on the same team in 2018 as they started at the end of the summer split in 2017 out of you know the 30 from the six teams that remained in franchising means there was an absurd amount of turnover, and you're never going to have the synergy built up from that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the negative part I think we had for franchising. But the positive stuff was the orgs are more competitive. The owners are more serious. There's more money in the scene and that uh, that stuff's all cool. Yeah. By the way, apparently the audio is only going out into the right ear right now. So if you are at home and you have just take the other earbud out or the other headset, just flip it over there and it's actually going to work out perfectly. I mean, you can also just listen in one ear and then put some nice music in the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's actually the best way to, to enjoy the show. Uh, now, Jet, uh, I do want to get back to you. You said it negatively impacted the teams at the start. You were kind of, it was just a kind of weird situation for North America. Are you just saying that because you predicted CLG, who went on to underperform <laughs> super dramatically? They lost Afromu, man. How could they do it? Yeah. I mean, well, you, you're you predicting them. What do you mean, how on, could they do on. it? Who did you, who did you predict, Travis? Uh, I predicted TLM The on sixth TSM. place team instead of the seventh place team? Yeah, yeah. I, it was. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not an analyst. You know, like I, if I had quit <laughs> my job and decided to go to the analyst desk full time, I, I'd probably would have thought more about it. I think I'm just giving you flack. What? Actually, like there's a chill over the audience right now. I think they you really don't make it. fun of Jet. Yeah, I know. Did you not learn that rule? Is Everyone that true? Everyone at Riot learns the hard way. What? <laughs> what does that mean? You don't know. That actually, I, I actually I can't react anywhere. to this. Uh, no audio has been mind. restored. Yeah. What do you, What have you thought about franchising so far, Travis? Um, I mean, I'm a TSM fan. Since season one, so so um, you're so you're loving this split. I, man, it's so it's great, the best Woo! split I've ever had. Uh, but real, uh, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. I've never been to a NALCS finals with TSM, of course, not being there. Um, but I do agree with the whole point that we have a whole bunch of new orgs, really, you know, pushing the standards and re kind of. Just make sure your microphone's up. in front. Yeah. Okay, uh, shaking things up, you know, says because we don't even have CLG or C9 either. They even make out of. Uh, 
uh, quarters. Yeah. So uh, I've liked that a lot, and hopefully, I agree, like you were saying, Jat, um, that hopefully, you know, everything will improve. You know, to other team, I'll get other orgs, especially the bottom orgs, to um, you know, get their stuff together, their shit together, basically. Um, Go to town. Yeah. yeah. Well, should I say that? Because I usually swear pretty heavily on yeah. on this show. Oh. I I would not like to turn this into a stream of obscenities, but oh. if uh, but I don't, I don't yeah. mind it here and there. It was a it was a moment of passion. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because I mean, again, I I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, I'm but over but overall, you like franchising. Yes. I do like franchising overall. Yes. Okay. Well, just the good. idea of of teams getting their shit together is something that I think people are gonna have to get used to. Like in sports, there's always a loser, and usually. There's a pretty big loser, so like I, I, I understand like a team like Optic or, or Golden Guardians that something went didn't work out how they envisioned when they put that mm -hmm. team together. So I think the idea that there's always going to be a tenth place team is something where it's like that's not a result of franchising failing or anything. That's just that's just how sports go. I, think. I agree, but hopefully overall, like uh, the other teams will like improve. They'll try to bring in new talent or you know try other new things and maybe uh, just improve the quality of competition overall. Just period. Yeah. yeah. So I want to see how Academy. Fairs. That's why I want to see long term in yeah. summer split, and then kind of the next years because technically it should be a place where people can develop talent, and you should be able to find a few more players. Because you say that we have all these orgs that are going out and finding talent, but you have two import slots to get from other leagues, and then three people on your team have to be from North America. And there's there were only so many people there, especially when you look at the best teams now. Like yeah, there's two new teams in finals. But five players in finals were actually in finals of the summer split. They're just yeah. on new teams yeah. now. So you need a way of generating competitive and pro experience on new people. And I think Academy should be able to help with that. We just haven't really seen it yet. Yeah, I mean, so I casted the whole thing. And I think DeMonte and Zazel are two names who have demonstrated pretty clearly that they should be the, the newest people looked at. And especially considering there are, those are some positions that people are always looking for talent for. So if those guys get to move up and look good, I would say Academy is working out as well. Right now, franchising in the LCS, I think, has looked like a big win. The Academy League, still keeping an eye on it. Hey, uh, Travis, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks, dude. Yeah. And the, the crowd giving a very polite clap for you, too. That's very, very nice. Uh, also, if you're going to come on the show, and Travis did a great job, but always keep the microphone in front of your face. Like, imagine you're licking ice cream. And so what? wherever you go, you have to keep it, like, at distance. I, I've always been did. told it's it was fine. supposed to be like right below, so you don't get popping noises. Maybe that's true, but I like distance-wise, like tongue. Yeah. Please don't lick my <laughs> microphone or encourage other people. Right, I'm gonna go find somebody else. Yeah. This is not rental gear. I actually own these microphones. So I you own all four of these microphones? Yeah, yeah. Actually, one of them is Luke's, who's live producing this. Uh, although I told he's apparently I'm only supposed to say he's live producing it in a world where the show goes off well. So, but we are. By the way, we I, for all those that are watching. Basically, this is all duct tape and uh, tooth, what, bu duct tape and bubble gum, I think. Yeah, I mean, so no joke, I'm actually really impressed with this setup. Oh, Travis. thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think people underestimate how difficult it is to not only host a live show, but then also live stream it at the same time. Yeah. So the fact that you've done this with like, I saw like four people here. That's yeah. got to be the smallest number of people for doing this. This is all my creation. Yeah. Mark, uh, Mark also did nothing. Mark, no, I, Mark came up with the idea. So Mark basically was just The only like, reason this show is happening is because of me. Mark said it live on the air. We Repeatedly, should do this every, because, every week. Because Hotline League's aesthetic is very similar to Miami's. We just thought it was an opportunity. You can come up. Oh, yeah, you're good. Oh, uh, yeah. I like you standing on the sidelines uh, being polite, though. That's very nice of you. What's your name? My name's Pablo. Pablo. Welcome to the show, Pablo. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. Awesome. So this is like an hour away, right? Uh, like four. 
Okay, like four hours away. Yeah, it's pretty. Travis okay. doesn't understand geography. I don't. That, I so. don't. Uh, Florida. What is that like five miles? Californians do not learn anything about Florida. It, it looks short on the map, but it's it's yeah, pretty yeah. far. I had a bunch of people say, "Let's go to Disneyland," and I or Disney World, and I I knew that that was gonna happen. All right, enough geography lessons. What did you want to talk about on the show today? So I want to get you guys' opinions on who is the MVP of this split. Ooh, okay. Travis, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, I. I feel really, uh, it's unfortunate. So I, I, I think that this gets announced tomorrow who it is. I, d I don't know who it is. I'm not supposed to say who I voted for. Um, so maybe I'll get blacklisted for saying this. But I voted for Smoothie, uh, which is unfortunate because then in the, what I, the email I got said it. They will be. They're not they public yet. They will be, but yeah. you're not supposed tomorrow. to say who you voted for yet. Oh, maybe. I didn't know that. Yeah, Have, yeah. You've already told people, right? Or no? I've, I haven't, like, broadcast everywhere. I thought I said who my favorite was, but. Yeah, yeah, don't, just don't tell anyone, and we'll be good. No, Yup yeah. Win is in the chat, and I, I, the email I got yeah, yeah. said we can't say. Whatever, the just point is... Just don't re-chat. We didn't hear Nat. Nat I said, Travis, who I would said, you vote for if you had a ballot? Hypothetically, if I had a... If what? If you had a ballot and were allowed to say it yeah, before... If I had a ballot for MVP, I would have voted for Smoothie. Um, okay. Which why? I, like... It's just a funny situation because I think he had a really, really good split. I think he does amazing stuff for Cloud9. Uh, and I think that it's really, really hard to stand out in a support position. So I almost kind of give him like a bit of a, a bonus for that. Um, I It's very funny because I was talking to Parth about voting because I took last split off. Uh, and he was like, well, you can get really vindicated by whatever you vote for in the, in the playoffs. Because you vote out of fear. No, no, not out of oh, okay. here. Because, I mean, I wouldn't have voted for... There's other people I, I wouldn't have voted for. But, but you can get vindicated by playoffs for who you vote for. And so I I was like, okay, well, maybe that's true. I'll vote. Because a lot of people by that point in time weren't saying Smoothie. Because Smoothie had, like, a, a really rough uh, final week. And may maybe two weeks even. Um, and I just was like, I'm going to stand by this. Unfortunately, then Cloud9 flopped out. And I, I look like a fool. Yeah. So what an idiot. One thing that I don't think I've we've ever been able to emphasize enough is that it is a regular season MVP award. Playoffs mean nothing. The votes are all cast before the first playoff game. But we don't announce the award until finals, so people always assume, like, how dare you vote for Smoothie? He was out in quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah I saw They're people like, like, licorice, I got the award, but Solo went further in playoffs. What? Yeah, but that happens all the time. So if anyone sees that, I would love it if you'd be like, it's a regular season award, and just say that for the rest of your lives because no, everyone's going to continue to forget it. So uh, I do think Smoothie did a lot in the start of the year to kind of allow people to think of what a support MVP could be, right? And I think it sucks for him because I know, I'm not giving away my vote, but I know on the last day of the NALCS, Dash asked us, if you had to vote right now, who would you vote for for MVP? And we both said Aframu. And I think that was because of the way 100 Thieves finished, because he has a similar contribution to the team that Smoothie does, but ultimately they did finish first in the standings, albeit very closely. And I think we know through a lot of time the types of leadership qualities Aframu has. Uh, and it's a close race. Like, I was, I'm so... Uh, I, I could even say if I could still cast my vote, I would still be wavering back and forth between Aframu and Huni. Because I look at the rest of the Echo Fox roster and their history of not really success and how dominant they actually looked with the way Huni was drawing pressure for most of the season. And I think that guy's amazing. But uh, I think I think Aframu is going to end up winning. We'll see when we get the bouts uh, actually revealed tomorrow. But so you don't, you I don't think know it could either. be open. Well, no. Just talking about the Aframu versus uh, Smoothie point as well. I think anytime you have all the teams finish within one game of each other in playoffs, it's going to be a tight race. And what I think Smoothie had was some higher highs potentially, but also some lower lows. Whereas uh, 
Afro Moose team did struggle in the middle of the season when they were on a four-game losing streak, but that didn't feel like a result of him. It felt kind of like Ryu's not doing that well and some days kind of left on an island, and the only thing that's really working for them is their bot lane, and their bot lane was never not working, and so Cody Sun and him were kind of clear favorites at, at their position of, of being some of the best players in the league, and then when they make that late-season surge, it's very easy to be like, oh, yeah, if you look back, like, when did Afro look bad? Whereas, like, every other player looked bad at some point, you could say, and, and Smoothie in particular, the last two weeks, had that moment where he looked kind of bad, so... Uh, I, th I think it, it is a very tight race, uh, but I think I understand. Like, who is who is your MVP? Uh, my MVP. If I had to pick a safe pick, it would probably be Aframu. Um, right. You, had, you said if you had to pick a safe pick, give me your wild yeah, pick. Yeah, I know you're right, in front of pick, Drunk Pablo. I, pick. I would really pick Bjergsen. Bjergsen. Okay. His okay. His importance on that team, honestly, you, you could definitely tell. If they put any other mid laner on that team, they would have not finished third. You know, he was literally hard carrying that team, just like he always has. But this split, it just looked more obvious that he needed help. Because even with the new bot lane, he he literally had to carry them. I, I didn't think, everyone thought, oh, they got the best bot lane in the West. And they really didn't perform at all, honestly. Like, they didn't show up in the playoffs. The Towards, towards the end of the split, they kind of played safe. They were just trying not to lose the lane because Sven was just playing only, what, Ezreal only. And uh, they had Mithy on Tom Kench. So honestly, they weren't even trying to carry any games for them. So it was just down to Bjergsen to just keep winning games for them. And he was doing it consistently until, well, playoffs. But if it was up to me, I would pick maybe Bjergsen second or first. But obviously, it will probably just be Aphromoo, though. Okay. What's your favorite team? Oh, man. T TSM all the way. <laughs> All right. Let's some swag <laughs> yeah. with him. I like you brought it up on the, Props, on the stage. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Okay, really quickly while we're on this, I, I just want to, because we were talking a little bit about voting and, and being vindicated by the playoffs. You were saying even though or that it is only about the regular split. I do want to say, what do you guys think about the fact that Doublelift only got fourth? Because then he goes and has such a, a dominant performance in yeah. the next couple of weeks. Uh, I and And kind of, your guys' take on that? I think it's fine. Uh, I I didn't put Doublelift as my top four, uh, top three, eighty carries in the regular season because it was a regular season vote. The dude has killed it in the playoffs. He always does. But you don't give someone a regular season award because you think they will be good later. Like, and actually, I, I do like what Pablo said when he said the safe pick is Afromu because I do think there's a lot of times people overly attach themselves with safety and not getting flamed rather than finding an opinion they can strongly back and just going with it. So I think by reputation, Doublelift should be in the top three. The dude's probably the best AD carry we've had in the North American LCS, and every year this bounces back and forth. During the regular season and playoffs, he is. Then he loses in World's group stage, and Sneaky's actually the best AD carry we have in the North American LCS. That's the cycle we go through, right? But... During the regular season, this split, I don't think he was top three. Mark, I, I had this. I think I didn't check if our votes were the exact same, but I also didn't have double lift in my my top three. And like, part of it comes down to for me, his team's win condition was clearly him, and he didn't get his team more wins than some other people. Uh, so I think that's that's what it comes down to is like he had a big uh, burden to carry on that team because it didn't feel like the other players were like the primary threats. Uh, and then, the, you know, they, they ended the season well, getting fourth, but that still is not, like, substantially great. Yeah. Last question for our audience member. Who do you think is going to win Sunday? Um, I, I honestly think Team Liquid will pull it off. I, th I think Team Liquid is a lot stronger than 100 Thieves. Um, I really think Double Leaf is going to perform really well in the bot lane. And 
I I don't like Cody's son as an ADC, to be honest. As a person? I, I, I'm not trying to say he's bad or anything, but honestly, I just, if you pair them together against, you know, Double Lift versus Cody's son, I really think Double Lift is going to take advantage of him down there, and I think that's going to be the reason why they win the series in the end. I mean, Cody's son was number one ADC. Uh, so I, I if he's better. Four, yeah, that's the way thank, it works. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. Really appreciate it. Thanks, man. And maybe it's time to uh, to rotate Jet out. Yeah, too. man. You had two questions. Did you enjoy your time? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. This is top ten favorite league talk shows. Easily. Have there even been ten league talk shows in the scene? I've, I mean, I've done at least four of them. So maybe <laughs> five. So I, I yeah, we've but... gotten there. <laughs> all right. I'm helping increase that. Yeah. That in number, all honesty, yeah. I really like the concept of the show. So oh, thank you. Keep doing thank it, man. You. The concept, but not the excuse. Who's next? I'll, yeah, I'll you can personally get some better deliver hosts, them the microphone. Some other people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kobe, Kobe wanted to get out yeah, of here. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe, I think, is Kobe has ready to come. He, he's going to leave after? I'll come up if Gas can replace Travis. What? Oh. No. It's Travis's show, Kobe. I, I don't want that. Here's the problem. When I do that, one time Jack came on State of the League. This is a true story. Back in, like, 2011, oh, I was going to go look for somebody to move away. Jack came on State of the League. And uh, Jet has said this was before I I I'd gotten my confidence going, and uh, and Jet basically took over the show, and all the comments were Jet should host State of the League, Tra get Travis off that show. Jet is so much better. So now I live in terror and fear of that. I will restart State of the League. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jet would take your job, but he doesn't want your job. Okay, so you're good. That's true. <laughs> Nobody should want this job. It's uh. It's tough. All right. I, I think Kobe should sit there. I think you should get your next guest, and I should just get him. The Why microphone. don't you make the guest what? feel included and yeah, put the guest in the middle? I, Jet, we didn't Jet, have you a good can, reason. You can, we just you can, did it. Yeah, yeah, we just I did can, it. I can leave whenever. Yeah, please leave my show now. <laughs> Thank you. That would be great. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Yeah. Okay, so we have uh, we have Kobe on the show now. Kobe, how are you doing? You're so far away, Travis. Yeah, that's how I like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, are you? Is that just a, a soda you're drinking tonight? Yeah. Yeah, just a soda. Healthy soda. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Bjergsen? Okay. Yeah, we've got... Okay. Okay, so here we go. So is this is this our guest, or is this just a no, mini I'm game? Just, I'm just uh, filling in right now. Okay, so we have Bjergsen on the show right now. I'm actually uh, Jason, is my real name. Okay, Jason, yeah. Uh, MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah same thing. Yeah. Somewhere. It's five, letter, five yeah. letters, same thing, you know. Okay, so we'll, we'll ask Twitch chat right now. Uh, they're all typing Bjerg Poggers, Bjerg lookalike. Oh, so I guess we've learned. We've learned. Yeah. Uh, very good. Jason, uh, who are, are you a TSM fan? Well, no, I, I'm actually, I work for Team Liquid. Yeah. Mark is, uh, Mark was, by the way, just <laughs> blocking the camera yeah. the entire time. So the whole, the whole wow. Got a great I feel shot like I've that. been rused here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hold on. Mark was wearing these pajama pants. He showed that he has like some Miami like teal shorts or something. What? Are you not going to change? No, I, I wore these because this is what I always wear when we do uh, the actual okay, show. Okay. So I got to stay yeah. in character. Okay, so are we getting rid of Jason now? Yeah, sorry, All right. Jason. No, I was good. All right, How's thanks. Your Goodbye, Jason. Uh, awful. I don't play mid. So get out of here. It's really gross. Get out of here. If yeah. you're All right, thanks, guys. Not helping out. You guys are pretty rude on this show, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we are. Well, yeah. so usually it's a, a, it's a call-in show, so when I'm an asshole, it, it like works. Oh, you don't have to see them in person, Yeah, right? I don't have to be a dick. It's like right you flame people you. online, but in it's real life. Yeah, it's the same thing. All right, well, we have our next our next next friend on. He's wearing a CLG tee, so we already know he's wearing some uh, swim swim trunks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. swim trunks. Keeping it classy. Uh, what's what your you name? Uh, my name is Ethan. Ethan, where are you from? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. 
So what uh, what would you like to talk about on Hotline League tonight? Um, I wanted to talk about how a new NALCS champion will negatively affect our performance at MSI. Oh, uh, so you're saying if we get a new winner on on Sunday, which is which will happen, yes. it will will be in a, yeah. a rough spot. Uh, yes, I think so. Okay, uh, why? Um, I just think the. Did you take notes? You're looking at your yeah. phone. You're yeah, okay. I good. Took notes. I'm ready for this. This is good. I'm cheating. Statement you are by three. three <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are. Hey, hey. You are more prepared for the show than I am. By the way, so I, I oh. appreciate that. I There's got a lot of stuff here. All, yeah. <laughs> all right, give it, give me, give it your your best three bullet points once Kobe hands <laughs> yeah. the phone back. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, um, the top three bullet points are um, my winner for Sunday is the hundred thieves. Okay. So um, I looked at them and their potential potential weaknesses um for starters i said um probably as a coach while he's been in the scene for a very long time um a lot of his recent success was uh, getting like third when he was on h2k a couple years ago at iem and um i think ryu has a long history of being just shaky and um i'm not like i just don't have uh, confidence for them to make it far enough with all these other high tier teams yeah. I, I will point out that Prawley has had more international success than any North American team, I think. Are you counting H2K I guess not counting semis? CLG. Are you counting H... Was he coaching... He was coaching H2K at semis, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was he? I don't count that. That really? was that was the most... Sh without getting, like, the EU versus NA thing, so I really don't care about it as an NA fan. It's just, like, you beat A and X in quarters, all mm -hmm. right? That was, that was some baloney. Kobe, what do you got? Some phony baloney. I would counter with... Don't whichever new team does win... They have a member of the CLG squad that did the best of any international performance North America has ever had. That's very true. Uh, uh, so ago. I also want to know, do you think team, like, you think 100 Thieves is going to win, but do you think TL yes. would fare better? I mean, Kane doesn't have too much international experience. Uh, like, do you think it's it's better with Kane? Or, or I don't TL? necessarily think it's better with Kane. I just think it's different. Right. Okay. I think. Um, you think you think it's going to be a struggle no matter what? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Kobe, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I was about to go all in on the, the CLG X members. You know, uh, I think that it's going to be rough as far as uh, winning. Obviously, everyone, you know, King Zone is pretty much uh, yeah. crowned already. Um, but I have built up confidence again in the <laughs> nor our North American teams, as I do every year heading into these year. international teams. Um, uh, prob probably is a bad habit. Um, but uh, as far as the meta going into it as well, I think that it does, both of these teams would be well-equipped to handle the current meta. So as far as teams that we have sent previously into uh, you know, various MSIs, um, they would be more well-set up than they have in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, like the CLG run last time, you know, going to the finals and stuff, yeah. that, was, that was pretty nuts. And a lot of things had to come together. So I don't really expect that sort of thing to happen again. Um, that would be nice. So I mean, it would be super nice. So though. the meta point is one that I'm going to call back something Jat was talking about. I don't know if he said it publicly anywhere, but he was talking about how he thinks a lot of the, this was in the quarters, that how a lot yeah. of our best teams are actually ill-equipped for the meta when it's 8.6 and like the Conqueror, or I guess it'll be 8.8, .8, right? That they're playing on for MSI yeah. or something. Yeah. So who knows what they do with the, the rune at that point. But if that's the rune that's like predominant top in the lane. top lane, and it's like a lot of carries and you're playing Cassio top and all this other stuff, like someday... Hello. Some, so someday, someday was literally a Renekton one trick. Someday, like he's I'm legendary. With, but Team Liquid, I'd be scared. Okay, so but you it, just it, don't like Impact. I'm not saying I don't like him. I love him on tanks. I think he's the best tank top in the league, probably. But like, if I, you're asking him to carry on Cassio and carry on 
whatever else becomes meta with with conqueror top or mages top, die. top like yeah i hope it's top die but it hasn't been that way for that's a while that's fair yeah i'm i'm very curious to see how this all goes too because i mean i think uh what it's the the jat philosophy that all the teams have gotten weaker potentially from franchising that's your your thing yeah okay he just gave me the thumbs up so i mean i I think I, Team Liquid got stronger. That's pretty indisputable. Well, no, sorry. The, like the <laughs> overall average of a North American team. Do you like think North Team Liquid is better than hit. old Immortals? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Why? Um, they brought together uh, some of the the more unique parts. Like he was talking about Cody Sun and and Double Lift, and while Cody Sun is like the new North American talent, you know, and he deservedly got first team all NALCS for the regular season. Um, Double it has so much experience. Um, and he, they come, the team liquid kind of combined that, like keeping some immortals parts together, uh, you know, adding the CLG parts, um, as well as impact who has always performed at international events. So I feel like team liquid and specifically Steve was looking at international performances and he wanted people that he thought will you know had previous uh successes there and would work well together there yeah and i thought on the old immortals that flame was really slipping more towards the end and uh going into worlds last year and i just um yeah i like impact more in the top lane as of right now very good well i'm uh, excited to see what happens after whoever wins on sunday heads off to msi i'm a, i'm a little nervous for north america i have not gained uh, Kobe's confidence yet. You wait until after we lose, then you go into depression mode. Yeah, maybe that's how. It but before you, we play, it's great. What if no, you skip? Awesome. What if you skipped optimism and you're just depressed? Just uh, I like to live my life in very high highs and very low lows. <laughs> very good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really thank you for having it. me. Yeah, yeah. Thank Thanks. you, audience. Clap. We don't have a clap sign, so uh, very good. All right, so Marcus, you're supposed to do well for them to clap, Travis. Yeah. What? That's. No, oh. Travis. No, no, they're clapping for him as he walks away. <laughs> okay, okay. That was a that was a rough one, Kobe. Uh, no, Fine, I'll just blame him then. <laughs> really quickly, let's see if uh, if Luke can send it over. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so I uh, really quickly while while we're waiting for the next person, I do want to talk a little bit about our sponsor for Hotline League, Omen by HP. <laughs> we got we got one person who clapped very enthusiastically. Maybe an sponsors HP are important. He yeah. knows. Yeah, but no, they are important, and uh, really appreciate their support of the show. Uh, if you don't know about Omen by HP, they've been in the space for a couple years now. They see the value in supporting uh, everything in esports from uh, giant things like Overwatch League all the way down to uh, grassroots thrown together productions that have audio going in the right ear only, uh, like this show. Uh, so really, are they going to supply us with more drinks too? I, I I will supply you with more drinks, okay. uh, but only only soda because I know that's what you're drinking. So anyway, if you uh, if you're watching right now. Go ahead and give a shout out to uh, Omen by HP on Twitter. Give them a follow there. Uh, show your appreciation uh, if you have it for this show, uh, because no they definitely they definitely make it work. So thank you so much to Omen by HP. Cloud Nine is in the house. Yeah, we got. We got hey, they're Cloud not Nine in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ouch! Hey, too soon. We got memes. Bad, We're okay. What? Uh, what's your name? I am uh, Jalen from uh, Michigan. Jalen from Michigan. Did you fly here? Yeah. For this? Got, got in uh, this morning. No, oh, wow. Michigan Welcome. Here. He walked from Michigan, Travis. I, it's look, like five miles away. Maybe he goes to school here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Geography is not a strong yeah, one, yeah. as you know. Again, I don't. Either it way. It looks like a glove. It's a, it's a little different <laughs> little different than... Thank you. Thank you for that. Maybe we should <laughs> just admit, end the show. I, I don't know if it's not going the way I know. Lobster claw. Yeah, yeah. 
I uh, love it when people know and they come on your show and they're just like, I can flame Travis. It's, that's yeah, the way everyone does. That's ultimately what, that's why they call it Hotline League because people flame. Jalen, uh, it's Jalen, right? Yes. Jalen, uh, what do you want to talk about in the show tonight? Um, I wanted to think um, what everyone thought about. Currently, we got the new organizations. We're going to have a new banner up there going towards Summer Split and Worlds potentially. Do they expect um, the old guards to come back if Song, Reaper, even Tony gets the old guard teams back together in a way that we're ready for Worlds? Oh, like uh, after we've seen sort of the teams that have won previously, are they are they going to be able to bounce back yeah, in the summer? Yeah, and more so do they expect like 100 Thieves, Echo Fots, and probably Team Liquid to just go straight into Summer Split and they're the three teams going into Worlds. So I think this is interesting because of how hot CLG ended, right? As well as the fact that I think TSM was better than what they showed there. Mm -hmm. like even even a lot of the pros, I think, had a similar opinion. Like Doublelift in particular talked about how good Sven and Mithy were, and he thought that like they didn't play great in that series. Uh, we had him on the last episode of Hotline League where he was talking about this. So I do think it's a really interesting question, and I'm kind of, I don't know what side you're on of this, uh, but I'm on the side that, uh, yeah, I think the old guard teams will make a resurgence. I'm a little more hesitant on C9 yeah. than the, those other two teams, okay. maybe, because um, C9 are keeping their exact same roster and need to like kind of fundamentally improve at playing tanks in the top lane in that style, because that... Like eight point four hit, and you saw. Do they though? You're so hyped on Conquer. Well, I guess maybe not. Depends what the meta is going into to playoffs for for summer. But I, it is a kind of thing where we have seen C9 struggle when tank tops were were the meta. Mm. So I'd be interested to see about them. Whereas TSM and CL C9, or excuse me, CLG, I'm not 100% bought in on. But I did see enough in the second half of the season where like Stix A was looking really good as like their primary carry because they were playing topside the whole start of the split, and as mm -hmm. soon as they went. Well, let's focus on the other side of the map. Biofrost is a shot caller. They actually look pretty good. So I wouldn't mind seeing more of that roster. Kobe? I am of the opinion that uh, with the franchising, there was um, more talent drawn to North America. And that's so a lot of our top teams got better. So the old guard that you're talking about, um, they just have more competition. Yeah. Um, and I do have faith in the TSM the Cloud9, even the CLG, uh, considering their split. Even the CLG. I mean, their split was terrible. Their you, you can't argue that their split was terrible. They almost rallied to playoffs. And then I, I think their last weekend was like, we lost and we're kind of mental boom. Yeah. So like, if, but if they still had a chance. Given that, though, would you say my even CLG was fair? All right, fine, yeah. Okay. As long Co as Kobe. Bio was ready, like right at the beginning of summer split and they come off the way of how hot they were at the end, I feel like they can take it. I, I'm uh, super fascinated to it happen to see if it happens. I, I actually kind of like that we don't have a member of the old guard in finals uh, for spring. I think that's really interesting. In a world where uh, an old guard member doesn't go to Worlds, that could be uh, not so great. I, I think, think we, there's a high chance that at least one of them doesn't go. Yeah. Because it's not like the new ones are going to drop off. I don't think any of the, the teams that are here in playoffs are going to make big roster changes. And I don't see a reason for, you know, huge success drop off for any of those teams. Uh, maybe because people are like Team Liquid fits this meta so specifically well. That would be one that if there are big patch changes, you know, because Impact has looked so incredibly good on tanks, yet not, you know, didn't have the same effect on carries or anything. And they have a very specific kind of playthrough bottom lane style. That would might be the one. But other than that, yeah, I, I feel like there's just going to be a lot of competition up at the top side and we were talking with Rick Fox on the dive 
better uh, <laughs> show, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Kobe. We're going to move on to James. <laughs> about <Dash Patterson. laughs> I saw Jet. I don't know. We James, who's not on the dive. We were talking about uh, with Rick Fox about um, how the owners feel, you know, and they're so invested, uh, especially a lot of the new owners are, are really invested in their teams. And there's going to be a lot of disappointment because uh, we've seen even Reggie had these tweets recently because CSM for the first time didn't make finals. He's like, this is never going to happen again. And to say something like that is, is getting to be more and more of a ridiculous statement because there can only be, you know, two teams in the finals, one winner. And yet now the competition is getting so much more fierce. I mean, there's a very good chance. This is a this would be crazy, but there's a very good chance TSM doesn't go to Worlds. Let's go. I mean, the the path ahead of them is, is pretty tough. I mean, same for CLG, same for Cloud9. Uh, I only highlight TSM because I think that that's like uh, virtually unimaginable. So, right? I, so I love TSM, like all those guys, but just for like the importance of a team that's not TSM going and like what that means for franchising and the overall strength of the scene, I would appreciate that, um, but not from like a personal perspective, like as an organization and what that means for the scene. I think for in terms of TSM, Reggie took a step back this year, and he said at the beginning, this is a team for Worlds. If they're slumping, like right at the beginning of the summer, he's going to step in, I feel, and get them back on track like he does in uh, previous splits. So with it, Yeah, the question is, like, how much, if, if Kobe's right and the other teams have gotten stronger, how much can the Reggie boost, like, give them uh, at the next split? If, if Sven keeps having bad games and bad matchups, I don't know. Does the crowd hate Sven? That's the second. James, James says no. Yeah, yeah, the Dash is the loudest person in this audience right now, and like, we'll say knows, any any, any occasion that that James is at, yeah, in any occasion James is the loudest person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, but but like, I I think Sven played poorly in the first half of the split for his reputation, and in the second half I think he recovered. Like I actually think he was playing really really well. They won a ton of two v twos without much jungle attention. They were taking first turrets at a pretty high rate. Uh, his KDA in the last three weeks was actually the same as Bjergsen, but no one talked about that. Like, it was – both of them were like <laughs> – Whoa, James is dying to come up here. He's going know. He's <laughs> going, He's going. going in on Mithy right now, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mithy was struggling a little bit more than Sven. There, that was James's point. Um, but I do think Sven is really, really good. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to see what he has for summer. Uh, but, you know, he did struggle in spring, so there's no reason to say, like, oh, he's going to be good for the rest of, of his next uh, After I watched the, uh, the last TSM Legends this morning – and he beat himself up so much for it because that's not ben. how the yeah, and because they don't normally uh, perform like that, especially from G two or whatever, because they were just so dominant. So even with how Mike Young felt, um, everybody got to get it together by that point. By the way, you're all swagged out in C nine gear, but we've just been talking about TSM. How how do you feel right now as a C nine fan? We we got Jensen, we got Sneaky Smoothie, those three core. I think we can be good with it. If Reaper can get Licorice on track. Because I was skeptical with Svenskaren and Lickers at the beginning. And, like, the first 2v2s, like, especially the first game against TSM, when they uh, messed up that dive on um, Lickers, I was like, this is this is our year. And then week eight <laughs> happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it must be t it must be super tough to because uh, C9 was so close the entire time and then just sort of the slip at the end there. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank I, you for I really me. appreciate it. Well, one last question. Uh, who's going to win on Sunday? Um, hundred threes, three two. Okay, very good. Thank you, yep. Mark. Uh, I I have an idea. You should see if if the guy at the end of that row will come on and and talk a little bit because 
We just heard Kobe say CLG was garbage this split, and so it'd be interesting. Exact to words. Uh, By see, the way, anonymous Travis man on the end. If yeah. You have to go grab him. Yeah. Did oh, you, Kobe, Kobe? Do you want another round? By the way. Yes. Yeah, Ovli. Can, <laughs> James, Ovli, can James owes me. I bought him. Yeah. Yeah, but I I'd rather have Ovli. Can, can you can you go get us three more? Yeah. Yeah. Ovli is technically my intern right now. Uh, are you no? She is employed by Riot Games. You no longer have power over her, Travis. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. She's a free girl. <laughs> it's not entirely true. Anyway, here we go. Did you, by the way, did you tie this microphone around the chair so that people wouldn't walk away with it? I, it wasn't me. It was one of the, the oh, Broden. I Broden feel like I'm in yes. the baby chair. Yeah. Like, child safety is on. Yeah. Okay, so what's your name? Uh, hello, my name is Trevor. Okay, and where are you from? I'm um, originally from Los Angeles. Oh, Who's your favorite team? Favorite team? Yes, I'm gonna from the crowd. Well, I'm usually a CLG fan, but I think for the finals, rooting for Hundred Thieves. Rooting for Hundred Thieves. All right, so Stick saying, uh, I just it was very sad because I just looked Spoilers. over Spoilers. and and Kobe, whatever. The, the joke only goes so far. Kobe was just sitting there going like, "Yeah, CLG was just awful this split," and then he reiterated it so many times it made Mark uh, agree with it. I'm looking over over there and just seeing you, and uh, it was it was painful to watch. Well, you also did the same thing when you said double is the best AD carry he's ever seen. Yeah, I don't. I I'm did, just sitting over there. Just I, I, uh, the audio cut out at that point in time. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. yeah. Technical difficulties here yeah. on Hotline League. You, I mean, you. How long have you been playing now? Uh, I think I've been playing for two, two and a half, three years. See, you yeah. know, it's got you. Got, he's got a couple years on you. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll we'll go with that. Uh, no, but uh, first off, what brings you to Miami? <clears throat> I'm doing it's not some. The games. Doing some stuff with uh, Riot for Miami. Did the dive yesterday. Nice. So, Very cool. The up. dive. LOL. Uh, find it on SoundCloud. Yeah, why uh, is... We, <laughs> we've talked more about the dive on this show than Hotline League. Um, what do you what do you think of the uh, game? We haven't talked about the third, fourth place match. Uh, I know it's far less interesting than the, the first, but what do you think of uh, tomorrow's games? Hmm. I think... Uh, I actually think Clutch is going to win. Um, I'm going to say 3-2, Clutch. Okay, yeah. so how come? Uh, I just think that Clutch kind of hit like a surge at like the end of the split uh, going to playoffs. And they even took 100 Thieves to a five-game series. And, I mean, a little bit of a spoiler, but I also think 100 Thieves is going to win the split. So uh, I think just the fact that Clutch was able to take them to a five-game uh, series. And Echo Fox has kind of been on the decline for a while now. So... So how much of that do you think was meta? Um, because it did kind of coincide with 8.4. Same with uh, C9, both those being kind of obvious top-centric teams that then feels like it's not as important. And uh, Doubleif was saying that he thought of the people left in the playoffs, he felt like Alltech and Adrian were, were potentially like the weakest bot lane left. So do you think it's mostly meta, or do you, did it feel like they legitimately started playing worse in your games versus them? I think it's like predominantly the meta. And... It just kind of happens that way that they, you know, they're gonna look worse when people are focusing them more and stuff like that. It's that's just kind of how the game works. But yeah, I think it was like predominantly just the meta change. Literally, what all I need is okay. That's that's rude. Yeah, I know this is very aggressive. Avli, everybody thinks she's such a nice person, but actually, she Ovali. is nice. She's an angel. You're the bad one. Yeah, we'll get you up for the college question. Okay, there we go. We're pl we're actively producing the show. As it's going on. Also, at the same time, my, my battery is dying on my computer, so I don't know if uh, we have a back or we can it plug it in. It doesn't matter. Broden, you got anything? Okay. Either way, uh, Stick saying, 
what else? You got anything for us? Do you want to talk about anything on the show? Have you thought about something? Uh, I was told to say something. I'm I'm nervous about this. Who told you to say yeah, it? Yeah, that's the first question. My coach, Tony. Okay, what did Tony say? Is nice. this some meme shit? Because Tony's a huge memer. <laughs> if people don't know Zix, like, off camera, he's just, like, the biggest memer. Zix is the best coach in the West. Oh, that's what he he told you to say? Yeah. Okay. That loses a lot of punch when it doesn't feel like it's coming from your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, You're like, like uh, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think I you would never say to that. say the first part. <laughs> I, I would never say that. So. What? Uh, actually, uh, it's it's worth bringing up because uh, CLG, there was a point in time Holy shit, yeah. I was able to make a lot of content off of this where the fans were saying the CLG subreddit was literally like, fire Tony. Fire Zix, the CLG coach. Do you guys split. read that subreddit at all? Oh, of course. Yeah. What, what do you think when you see people saying that Tony's a bad coach? Knowing he's probably watching right now. Uh, I, I don't know how he reacts to it because he doesn't really like show that reaction at all. But, um, yeah. cheers. Oh, hello. But he. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I think, you know, the team doesn't think anything of it. He doesn't think anything of it because uh, people don't really know what goes on behind the scenes. So everyone knows like not everything's his fault. I mean, it's kind of the thing where it's like, so it's you're saying fault. something is his fault. Well, I mean, of course, it's a team, right? So everything is everyone's fault collectively. Yeah. Uh, so I know in particular, like a lot of those fans were criticizing CLG's drafts at that point, where it's like, oh, here's TF mid when no one's playing this shit. Like, so, so how much of that? I, I don't know if you want to get into this depth, and you can just tell me no. Uh, but like, what what was going on with some of those drafts? Was it like, you guys were struggling in scrims and didn't know what was working, or was that like something that was working in scrims and then didn't translate to stage? It's just one of those things that looks really strong in practice, and then when you go on stage, it, you're like, huh, this is actually a lot harder than it was in practice. So that's how, like, a lot of yeah, comps yeah. are, and that's why a lot of, like, pro teams, you know, always talk about having a lot of success in scrims, and then it doesn't work on stage. Yeah. Thank you, Broden, coming in with the power. Uh, you, there was a, a conversation just a second ago about whether or not any of the old guard teams could recover for the summer. Uh, speaking of CLG, how are you guys going to, to recover for the summer? I think we learned a lot last split, and um, we have like a pretty good system to know what we need to fix for next split and what we did wrong last split. I guess uh, we had like a lot of systems that you know, like in theory, sound really good, and make sense. As I think the most talked about one was like our communication stuff, uh, where we have like roles for everyone. But uh, I think we know what to do going forward and what we messed up. Yeah. Kobe, you were gonna say something? Yeah, I was very curious about the. Uh, systems that you're talking about because there was so much coming out about um, the structure of the communication and I know that a lot of people agree um, like a lot of you know um, coaches and owners and everybody agrees that especially at the highest level of play communication is where you really get a large percentage of the uh, you know increases uh, in performance for teams um, what what do you think is like the the biggest change? Because people were talking about originally there was a structure where you guys had it, uh, you know, who he was kind of the center of it. Um, do you think having a center and having delegation is a very good strategy, or um, is it person by person? Would you rather have you know someone shouting orders, like having a, having a main shot caller? Me personally, uh, when I had I play with Jat and uh, the other casters. Uh, I like it when other people say as little as possible <laughs> because then you can actually think through, uh, you know, what, what you want to do. Uh, it, sometimes if there's too much communication. They got better brains, Kobe. It's not, it's not a problem for them. Stuff <laughs> rattling around and, and messing you up. 
like, how, how do you feel? Do, do you think it is actually like person to person, team to team, or is there a you know God communication system? I think it's definitely team by team, where it's like, you know, this this structure might work for one set of five players, but this structure won't work for you know another set. And I think for us, we kind of used a structure like that, where it's like, you know, okay, Darshan, you're doing this, Rainover, you're doing this, who are you doing this, and stuff like that. And um, it wasn't exactly, I guess, what we needed as a team. So we slowly figured that out with the split and changed things. It's just we changed things way too late. But like I said, I think uh, we have a pretty good idea knowing what to fix for next split. So, so speaking about over-communication, I think that's a point that's not talked about very much. I know Jensen had an interview with Travis to plug one of his own interviews for a change where he talked about how Smoothie's a great communicator but sometimes goes overboard. And I know Darshan, as a top laner in particular, is like one of the most vocal ones probably in the league with how much he communicates. Like, did you guys feel like you had a problem with overcommunication before the roles were identified at all? That was always one of our biggest things because, I mean, from what I remember from every jungler that has ever played on our team, they're like, we'd never receive so much information from the laners. Like, this is, we don't know what to do with it. There's just actually too much that they can't make a decision. So, yeah, I think it's definitely a problem. And having the communication rules for us kind of made it so we didn't have as much, like, over communication, but at the same time, it limited like things we could do. So that was like the downfall of it. I definitely know that feel. Junglers receive way too much information. <laughs> oh, I'm stupid. Oh, I should have ganked your lane. Oh, I'm garbage. Happens all the time. That's feedback. That's communication. Like, you, you shit. <laughs> uh, Stick say thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I really oh, appreciate you. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. Probably a good time to. Uh, Can we get James up here? I no, feel like this show on. needs more dash. We're 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 gonna rotate Kobe out, in part because Twitch chat thinks you're wasted. People, they're like Kobe is drunk. Kobe. I don't sauce. know why they would think that. Yeah. You I should see Kobe when he's actually drunk. It's a it's a different animal. Yeah. That's true. We've. Seen I Kobe could drunk. go pick James up and bring him over here, that, and that, that would be a pretty. That, that, that would we be have, a drunk Kobe move. We that would be step one. Yeah. That, uh, I was I was gonna call for Ovley next Jet to close out the show with Dash, but oh, I like that. Let me play music to close it out. Yeah, I mean I feel like that's the best Let's the best option. Okay, we're gonna save we're gonna save Dash. Ovley's up. I don't Ovley was like helping produce the show or something. I don't know if she was over. I think she was just hanging out. Did you leave your drink? Did you leave your drink? It's Ovley's drink now. My drink now. Yeah. Kobe, you want your drink? Ovley, welcome to the show. Why are you wearing a hundred cooties? You can take why are you not? I, okay, so so I saw I saw Logan walk in here with Jackson, some of the uh, 100 Thieves people. I didn't know if Nate shot made his way over yet. Uh, oh, there's that, people on oh, bikes. That wasn't Nate shot. Timing. People, yeah, it was good timing, but that was not Nate shot. We've got uh, people on bikes screaming. Uh, there, people don't know this actually. Unfortunately, it's late, so we can't show you. But there's the beach is like literally right there. We're like basically right on the beach, and so there's just a sidewalk of people running by and screaming. And this is actually all green screened. We're in a studio. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it, if it was, it, it'd probably be going a lot better. Uh, what are you? I'm pointing oh. at the college question guy. Oh, the college question guy? Yeah. Okay. College question guy walking in front of the camera right now. It's fine. Don't it's, get no, mad it's good. At him. It's good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand in front. I'm going to turn that camera into the ground. Just I, just ha I just have to, if I reference it, Twitch chat thinks it's funny. If I don't, they think that it's NA production. What if you know? they just stand in front of you, block everyone's That's not view. a bad idea. Avali. Right? And maybe mute his mic you while we're at it. Avali, I was going to like introduce you, banter, or do whatever, but you know what? Maybe she got, a, she got a head start in the banter, I think. I'm already there. What's your name? Uh, so I'm actually the bootleg Aphromoo because every time I link my stream in, uh, when I play solo queue, I get told Aphromoo poggers. 
every single time for like the past two years. So I guess I'm just gonna go with a uh, bootleg Afro. Okay, bootleg Afro. But actually, it's it's actually Luis and my IGN. Too late. You're bootleg Afro. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Luis, where are you from? Uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, so did you you also drove uh, presumably down here and uh, yeah came up today. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for making out. What do you want to talk about? Uh, and I hear it's collegiate, so maybe I don't know. Avli can help. Hi, I'm with in this. college. Same. Nice. <laughs> where where in school? Exactly. No, where? Oh, where? Oh, where? Okay. <laughs> to be fair, phonetically. <laughs> what did I say? You said where? 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 We're. It's it's close enough phonetically that I yeah. can understand. Luis, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I want to talk about the growth of esports in the collegiate scene, and mainly because um, there's a lot more universities adopting like varsity programs, and there's like you know more more scholarships being offered, and just kind of just uh, curious as like your thoughts on like the just the growth of it, and as well as you know what else needs to be done to continue to grow it. All right, so call it college. Travis hates it when I talk about college, but since you That's asked such true. a That's wonderful question. That's he didn't graduate. Question. He's just bitter. I graduated. <laughs> uh, the University of Phoenix has a great online program that <laughs> I really, I learned a lot from. Yeah, but basically, yes, all of these different colleges across the nation, everywhere, everyone's starting some sort of varsity program for esports or even like scholarships, right? Yeah. You have UC Irvine who just had their entire esports arena set up. They're starting um, research programs i think like with their i don't know whatever math and science degree that is but they're using like gamers and people to kind of start all their studies so i'm super excited i think that everything is growing it took us like four to five years just to even start this boom of all of these colleges because mm -hmm. before it was just all of these single college students trying to make esports or gaming or something happen at the schools i'm assuming is that what you're doing right now yeah, kind of. I've been trying to grow it for the, the past two, three years, and now we've gone, we've gone like a quite a bit more notoriety. And you know, there's like discussions about you know trying to get a varsity program, and you know trying to get you know big events and stuff. So it's been a lot of discussions with a lot of you know professors and other uh, professional staff in the university to get uh, get it to happen. And um, I'm like super excited. They, I know one of them was talking about how they've gone to different conferences and like some universities are trying to find ways to incorporate like esports into their universities. They don't have it already. It's like it's a way to get, you know, the people in their rooms to get out and, you know, go do other stuff like on campus and like or even just playing it like in a land environment. I recently just joined um, my city's uh, League of Legends team and, you know, playing at a, like a land center is just like such a different experience compared to playing solo queue. I mean, now I can flame the person who's sitting right next to me. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was just but it's just the adrenaline is just so much different. And I think, you know, once people like get that feeling, they really want to play more in that same environment so um so a couple questions following up on that you said your city are you part of like that city league thing that they've been plugging super, on? We, super league gaming super league yeah. gaming thing? we we are uh we are applying to be for the next season uh we just got started uh we just had a tournament with like about i believe like 80 people i think it was like 16 teams in ours in our city um and uh you know we have a group of guys uh we're playing in it there's like a tournament in tampa in about a month um, for I think like two thousand, three thousand dollars. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, we're super excited, uh, and we really want to join City Champs because you know I think uh, Jacksonville, you know, really big city. Uh, obviously, there's a very, very big league crowd. Uh, quite a few people here are from Jacksonville, and they go to U University of North Florida. So, and so my follow up question too is uh, I cast a lot of the collegiate League of Legends events, and I was wondering what what do you want the future of esports to really be? Because I think there's like the inclusive club nature where you're talking about playing in a land in a five-on-five -five environment that everyone kind of wants. 
And then there's the more competitive side of it where like University of Toronto, three other guys ended up on a team and, and like Adrian Ma is probably the most like famous success case of a collegiate player. You also got Zig and Shady, both of them. Zig and Shady as well. Uh, so there's a, there's a fair amount of like players. So like, would you want to see more of like an NCAA kind of thing where it's about fostering competitive talent? Or do you think it's more about the community element where like gamers now have a bigger portion of like the community of a college that they can then be a part of? I think there's a way to incorporate probably both. And maybe there's a way to, you know, have something like the NCAA where it's like competitiveness, but still like rely on the schools and universities to like foster that like community aspect. Uh, Cause I feel like, you know, I've, you know, met like a lot of new people playing like these land events and stuff and that would have met otherwise. And I also think that's not the easiest thing to incorporate both because, you know, you, you know, you either lose, you lose one of, you know, the comp competitiveness or you lose the community side. And I just feel like for a league, it's important to have both. I think of, uh, I think something similar to it would probably be like Super Smash Bros. Melee. Ayo! <laughs> that Mark Where, will suddenly start talking forever if you bring that up. Yeah, let's yes. talk, let me yeah talk same here. We can talk about Leffen. Let me, let me talk to you about I don't, I actually the Hacks Dash. I, I love Hacks. Kobe's calling you out. No, it's hard to be good at that game, but I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I'm. Zell is better. I can beat some people in the office. I can beat Pastry's ass. <laughs> That's not an accomplishment. Yeah. Hey, let's see you take oh. them on. All right. Well, the one thing I, I, I obviously is true. I always talk about collegiate esports and and maybe whatever. I I don't make as much content about it, but I I do go back to my university often, which is not the University of Phoenix. It's Long Beach State. Shout out Long Beach State. And I am very jealous because they have now a really awesome club of of people who uh, you know follow League of Legends esports and esports club. Uh, that's something I wish that they had centuries ago when I went to college because. Mm -hmm. I think it is, uh, it's just, I would have loved to have been a part of that, right? And I, I think for a lot of people on college, they have a hard time maybe relating to some of the traditional sports stuff. They maybe can't find the right club for them. I think this is something for people to really connect and like meet a lot of people uh, through the club is cool. Do you, do you think that, you know, we as like a society are ready for like a little e-league, like having to where like you can drop off your kids to play e-sports for like, you know, a couple hours and then they can train to be like the next, you know, best ADC in NA or something? Like, do you think we're ready for that? There's someone like pitching the idea in our city to start like build like a little arena, uh, a little arena for just only kids. And so I was just kind of curious as to like what think, do you guys think of that. I think I it depends on the the age. Like whenever I was in middle school, I used to go to like the local land center and play for hours with my friends. I'd save up money just to do that. So I think I, I think the idea of like putting a kid in a camp where it's like this will make them a better gamer is is something that I don't think society's quite ready for. But the idea of dropping a kid off. Or like an after-school program is like that's kind of already being done. Like I spent a, a fair amount of time volunteering at boys and girls clubs, and mm -hmm. they had like a land center for people to play at. Um, oh, wow. And so like, you know, I think the idea of gaming as a pastime is is pretty much accepted. Maybe not quite as like a productive pastime, which it, you know, to be fair for a lot of people, it isn't. It's it's the same as just watching TV or whatever it is. You know, mm -hmm. it's just a way to pass time. But I think. You know, I don't know if if even pushing kids into a camp where it's like this is where you're gonna learn to be last last hit minions. Like I, I don't know if that's <laughs> that is a, a good camp. Whereas like I think right now, you know, a lot of it is like you've proven to be good, so now devote your time to it versus like devoting time to becoming good at the cost of other activities. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much for coming on Wait, the show. Wait, before you, you kick him off, I wanted to talk to him about the college piece because you were talking about the community versus like the competitive aspects, mm -hmm. and there's different places where you can get help from that. 
Because if you're looking for the competitive as aspects, like going to administration, trying to get a varsity program input, trying to do like what UC Irvine just did, or even RMU or uh, Maryville is trying to do, you're going to have to like look at the higher ups. You're going to have to look for outside help. Um, and right now, I think it's like Twitch Student is helping with that. Uh, Riot's doing College Lull or College League, College something, something like that, something yeah. College League, and all of them are focusing mainly like on the administration aspect. So they're trying to help put all of these different um, programs in place. And then if you're looking more for like the community aspect, there's something called TESPA, which is like yeah. Blizzard's college thing. Are you a TESPA chapter? Yeah, we, we just joined yeah. TESPA. Yeah, <laughs> follow them. They have great, all of them are college students. And all of them ran some sort of club at their university. So they're a great resource. So that's my advice to you, advice to any other college students, go to them. Okay, Travis. Also, I think 100 Thieves is going to win on Sunday. Yeah, I was going to ask I you. I want a jersey. But it's so freaking hard to buy their merch because it's like freaking like Supreme where they just drop it for like a couple hours I, I and that's it. I can't even get it. I've been asking for, yeah, Mark, for months. <laughs> last night. I want one so bad. We, we ran into Nate Shot in the lobby and, and Mark asked Nate Shot. He's like, can I play? And, Mark, and Nate Shot shut him down. Well, I, I even around. asked Nate Shot to command his uh, content lead to take the shirt off his back and give it to me. Yeah. That didn't work either. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe is in the honest yeah. round giggling. I could tell he was like, oh, yeah. Okay, hey. a traitor. Sorry, not, not with college. the this is, oh. It's Budget oh. Afro. I, I got to give him one, so and sweet. he likes college. You're wearing budget. another, the other budget team's Afro jersey move. underneath Woo. it? Wait, what are you wearing? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Liquid's going to win. Yeah. So, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I've been duped. You've yeah. been duped. We didn't plan that, by the way. I don't I know. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations on the Ovley jersey. You can probably sell that on eBay for way too much money. This uh, ain't Japan. Woo. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, Mark will buy it for me. Thank yeah. Nate Shot. Yeah, I have. Thank Nate Shot. I think I have $3 in my wallet. Yeah. I don't carry cash. You want to get. Does he want to come on? You, you Tyler? should. You go, you, out, you go out into the audience. Do you want to come on, Tyler? Tyler? We going to talk about anime? No, we're not talking about we're anime. Talking we're about talking anime. about the finals. We're not talking about this. This anyway. is a uh, Fiona. Really on fire. quickly, uh, I want to give a shout out to some people uh, who subbed during this time. Uh, Google Mail 123, The Pit Father, Mellow Jello 100, Pathetic Prince, Odd Polygon, Rainer TV. We'll get to some more in a second. But we're joined right now. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Tyler. I'm, Tyler. I'm from, from Los Angeles. From Los Angeles. <laughs> Where are you from originally? Los Angeles. Oh, I thought you. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. Yeah. You don't know anything. Uh, what, uh, what do you do in Los Angeles, Tyler? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the number one Travis Gafford fan. Yes, that's true. That's true. I haven't seen too many articles out of ESPN singing Traver Travis Gafford's praises. <sighs> yeah. Well, Fionn is on the show right now. This Fionn, for those of you that don't know, this Fionn on Fire uh, writes, for, writes for ESPN, very prolific, one of the best writers in the industry, uh, and he's joining us today. Uh, and we don't have, do you have, you invited him on, you have to come up with the topic to talk well, to him about. Well, first off, who do you think is going to win the finals? Uh, whew. I think Team Liquid's going to take it 3-2. Well, are you only saying that because Ovley switched to the Team Liquid jersey? I actually got Ovley that 100 Thieves jersey that she just gave away. So That is actually <laughs> true. I, remember, I just remember that. Actually, Whoops. yeah. You got that from it's like a... It's in a better place now. It's yeah, in a better place. Yeah. You got that from a 100 Thieves person, and, and they hooked... Uh, they, you gave that over to her. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well... Pass the luck. How are you enjoying Miami so far, Fionn? Uh, it's pretty great. I mean... These like it's pretty incredible. I was actually expecting like a dumpster fire, but this is actually oh, quite well done. Yeah, yeah. This well, is this is just a dumpster. It's yeah, not we, on fire. we still it's have forty five minutes, so it, there's a there's a chance it could all fall apart. I'm get I'm counting on it actually. 
Yeah. Co- Kobe has been drinking more and more, so like we don't know how this is going to Kobe is more go. fun than you, Kobe's though. Kobe's going to yeah. pick somebody up by the end of the night. It needs to happen. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we got a two-hour drink session after this, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Fion. Oh, yeah. If you guys are in Miami and you're going to the finals later, come by after this. Uh, Start where driving are we at? Now. Can you plug where we're at? The Sh- Shelbourne South Beach. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. We enter off 18th Street. Yeah, come, come by because uh, at ten, well, this will be over, and then we'll all we'll go open the up the bar. Yeah. yeah, not it's it's a cash bar, not an open bar. Oh, Fion, we're op- yeah, <laughs> Fion, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about the split. What have been some of your favorite storylines and narratives? What have you written about that you really enjoyed? Uh, as you said, the franchising and this the new guard kind of coming in. Uh, I'm kind of sad that Immortals didn't, you know, make it back into the split as we've talked about many times. Yeah. You you will forever like. Uh, you will just say your biggest regret was always not, not seeing uh, Immortals make it in. I mean, I mean, uh, I don't want to, you know, badmouth one of your guests, but they said Impact's better than Flame. I mean, oh yes, Flame fanboy alert. Yeah, Flame. Yeah, but you like Flame because he looks like a K-pop star. No, no, because he's an intelligent, beautiful player with, he's with, with high skill. I, you went, you, <laughs> <laughs> what, you a physical posture? appearance? No, no. You, I, I think it's very funny. So you. Uh, for the people that don't know, the battle in the press room is just always me. I actually don't, Flame is fine, but I, I actually just like to shit talk him because Fion is like the biggest Flame. So to be guy. fair, I put Flame second on my top laner list. I actually think he had a great split, uh, but because he was on FlyQuest, nobody noticed. I think it's. I notice every week. <laughs> How did you rank him, Fion? I actually had him third. Really? So he, <laughs> so Mark ranked him third. I am apparently you. a bigger Flame fanboy. Yeah. Why? Uh, why only third? Uh, I mean the FlyQuest thing. The team wasn't that great, and I think that Hanser and um, Huni obviously had really good spots. So I had to put them in. So okay. So you think Team Liquid? So why Team Liquid? I I as people have talked about, I think the bottom lane is going to be the marquee matchup this weekend, and I I think that Doublelift and Ole are going to have the the series of their lives. So how about the uh, third fourth place match tomorrow? Whew. Uh, I want Echo Fox to do well. I want these guys to, you know, finally get some glory. I want, you know, the entire split's been like, they're going to combust. They're going to fail. They're going to hate each other. And they kind of combust at the end, you know, bringing DeMonte and all that. But I want to see Dardock and those guys do well. So I'm going to say Clutch Gaming 3-1, but I, I want... That did not go the way I expected No, no. It. Okay. All right, so uh, so you're you're thinking clutch gaming, even though you kind of want Echo Fox to pull it out. Yeah, very good. Well, uh, I don't know if Avli or Mark have any other questions for you. If you could put Flame on one team where he would succeed, what would it be? That's a good one. I like that question a lot. Ooh, uh, I think he'd really uh, Team Liquid just just slip Impact and Flame, and I think Team Liquid is going to so win it's, worlds. It's literally Immortals, your old favorite team yes. plus Double Lift. Oh, is that a bad is that a bad idea? No, I'm not saying it is. That's just what it is. This is actually a, a funny story. Hopefully, Fion doesn't uh, get annoyed with me saying this, but Fion ESPN frequently em- embedded Fion with or into Immortals as like to cover them, and he'd like go there, and and they would always be to build up <laughs> for some big like piece that they were gonna do. So they they'd give him some highlight thing. They're like, okay, yeah, if Immortals does this. And they would always fail right whenever Fionn went to go do this. And so 
It just like Fjord uh, was like the bad luck charm for the whole There's so team. many great articles that never came out yeah, because exactly. they just kept I, on I'm failing. Sure Fjord's not too disappointed because he got to spend time around Flame, though. Yeah, that's true. It was actually, no, that was actually before Flame. This was the, the, oh, this was the, 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 the Hooney Rainover yeah. Immortals. Oh, yeah, those guys had some, some like flops. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a question for you, Travis. And, oh, okay. And, uh, I want to power rank the LCS Final Cities. Oh, which, okay. which is the best city to, you know, go to? Okay, so what what all have we had? So we had uh, Toronto, Vancouver, Las now, Vegas, Las Vegas, Los Las Angeles, Vegas is not good. New York, Los Angeles, New York. Uh, New York. Ooh, Madison Square Garden yeah. was nice. I think Madison Square Garden is probably my favorite. Also, I mean that was such a crazy finals. It was super hmm. cool to see CLG. They got three zero. What are you talking about? It wasn't that crazy? I I don't know. I thought it was super I mean, because CLG had always lost, 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 lost up until that moment. Like it felt like it was just a, a whole nother world. So I'd, I'd probably say that, but uh, Miami, we'll see how this weekend goes, but I'm really enjoying Miami. What about Toronto? I think everyone points to Toronto. 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 You Got like a couple Tor Toronto fans. Toronto was boring. I thought Toronto was sick. Vancouver? Toronto was amazing. Are you, really are you like saying Vancouver. Toronto was boring? Like, I think Toronto's a bland city. Whoa. Because the, uh, the alternative to Toronto is Vancouver, and Vancouver's amazing. So Vancouver, oh. the can Vancouver finals, like the gameplay was sick, but like the event was like. There was a pigeon. Oh man! Oh, that was the, the that the was event, the most exciting part of this, the, the event, series. The event was like forty minutes away from the city. Yeah, yeah. The it venue was, the was, was not as great. It was an old call. Vancouver, Vancouver was the one where you went on stage and sung. Yeah, I sung. Yeah, yeah. that. No one. That is just top tier. I love. Top apparently, tier. that got brought up at the PAX panel too. For <laughs> really? I don't know. Esports is amazing because in no like, in, in no other industry could Mark end up on a stage singing <laughs> terribly in front of a live audience intentionally like, too. Yeah, like, it's just it's like such a unique. Uh, unique, uh, intentionally, he already says. Um, that was such a unique moment. It, it was super cool. So I, I don't know. I would probably go New York, maybe Miami. We'll see uh, Vancouver and then like everything else. That's fair. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I think the worst was Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, no offense to Las Vegas. It but just was not great. For it wasn't event, a great yeah. venue. People were leaving early to go play in the casinos. Don't want to fault them for that. But, yeah. you know, Vegas yeah. was too interesting. That yeah. was the problem. Yeah. Uh, above that would probably be Vancouver, the nice city. Uh, Mark singing kind of brought it down a yeah, level yeah. in the power ranking. It's not great. Uh, New York, pretty decent. Um, Toronto, it was decent. It was Kobe's decent. Great. I, thought, I thought New York was hype. Yeah, da decent. Dash Madison. is from New York right now, and his, he's just he looks. He's taking I'm another. He's taking another drink. <laughs> but oh, but you well he you went, went to college. To school in New York. When, when we went. When we went to New York, Dash was just like, oh, my God, this is my city. I'm going to show everyone. This is amazing. Yeah, like, I, that's why I think New York when I think of Dash. I think Toronto was a great city. Uh, 17,000 fans was sold out. It was, like, the first actual event that I was like, oh, wow, like, every fan here, like, every seat here is sold out. But number one, I think we can all agree, is Miami, obviously because of all these fans You're here. You're just in front of them. You're pandering. No, I'm just saying, Miami's already the best LCS final of all time. Yeah, beyond, Nothing has happened. You flew in today. Yeah. It's great. I haven't Be had to work yet. It's, it's awesome. build up. Beyond, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. thoughts? Yeah. You've been thoughts? to a couple finals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Just Miami's the best. Yeah. It's, the only I've been, it's the only one I've been to. It's my first time, Mark. Have you not been for fun? No. You didn't even go to the Los Angeles one that was just at the, the studio? Uh-uh. Oh. Fake fans. One who lived up north. So like, am I gonna, am I gonna go? Yeah, I'm gonna shout out some more people. Uh, Odd Polygon, thank yeah. you for the resub. Rainer TV, uh, Carlos Toast, uh, Say Ocean, Kelby, who is often on the show, actually more on more than anybody else, almost, almost a co-host. 
he uh, resubbed and said, pour one out for Kelby. So I don't have it. I'm out of uh, this is all I can pour out. But uh, thank you. Sorry. Wish you were. Wish you could be here, Kelby. What? Was oh, there another? I'm not going to pour out his drink. Um, uh, Galushila and Split Second Shot, who bought us dinner last night, Fortney 12. Thank you so much to all those people. We'll, we'll get some more folks. Travis, how are, how are you enjoying you? Miami so far? I, am, I love Miami. So I, I met up with uh, my buddy Hunter, who said he was going to be here. You know, whenever you look out in the audience and you, you expect your you parents to be there. You look for your mom there, or your dad, and they're yeah, not they're there. Yeah, they're just not there. Nick Allen and Hunter don't love you. are supposed to come at some point in time, but they're not. I don't know if they're ever going to come. Anyway. Your imaginary friends uh, couldn't make they, it. Like, Hunter was trashing on South Beach and was like, it just feels like a tacky, beachy Vegas. And where's but. Hunter's team right now? That's a good point. Hunter, by the way, uh, runs Golden Guardians, for those of you that don't know. So that's a uh, Golden Guardian. Oh, oh, I get it. Um, yeah. Mark, Mark just roaming the audience right now with his pants half down. Uh, looking for somebody. He's very picky, I think. Travis um, also yeah. accepts questions about anime. I don't accept questions about anime. Ollie accepts questions about anime. Boku no Hero, though, on Saturday? <laughs> this is not an Boku no Hero is the most overrated anime of all You're time. You're the most overrated analyst. It's just a shonen. It's just Deku is a reskin Goku. Yeah, How is Deku a reskin Go Goku? I care really. I care a lot. I'm going to try really hard. Yeah. I'm trying harder than anyone. Rawr. Reskin reskinned we, every shonen ever. We have, we have every main character is this idiot here. who just tries really hard. Can we And then they're like, I'm not gifted at all, but secretly I'm the most gifted of any of us. Can yeah, we that's a great introduce anime. Introduce the audience member. Todoroki and Hey, Bakugo we have a guest on. Can you let the can you let the guest? Hey, what's your name? My name's Kevin. Kevin? Yeah. Kevin. What's your name? Uh, my name's Travis. Nice to meet you. Where are you from? I'm from Miami. Okay, a little bit closer on the, the oh, mic. Remember, I'm the, from the, Miami. The ice cream cone. You're licking an ice cream cone. Don't, okay. don't, please don't. Uh, Try not to. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> give me better advice to give them. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Kevin, from Miami, what's it What's it like for you to have this event in your home city? Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. I was, I accepted that invitation online on your Twitter to come here, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to come because I've never gone to any, like, LCS or LOL event ever. Are you and regretting it? Uh, no, I'm okay. not regretting it. Just, just to be clear, so I appreciate... <laughs> he had to think about it. He's like, eh. I appreciate that when I say having the event in Miami, you think of this show. Because I was referencing, like, the finals and LCS and all that stuff. I, I know, but... That, that is not as interesting as the show. This is the best. Is okay. Travis everything that you expected he would be? That's a Mark's really weird is, question. Travis exceeds my expectations. Okay, exceeds expectations. Thank you. Finally, somebody <laughs> who knows to be... Okay. Uh, he just had really low expectations. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> What uh yeah, one is bigger than zero, so what is that works. Okay. We you were doing you were doing so well. <laughs> you were doing Kevin, you were doing so well. Kevin, let's just move on. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Okay, so my I don't know, when I saw that clutch gaming and hundred thieves and echo Fox, to some extent started doing a lot better than all these old guard teams, I was thinking it kind of discredits the lead scene in general, at least in my perspective, because these people have been, all the other teams have been in LOL for like five, six years, and then someone just comes up and does better than them in one semester or like split, yeah. one split. So it kind of just, I don't know, I think it weakens my idea of 
what a good team should be doing because they all had the same opportunities yeah. that these new teams It's had. like, how is 100 Thieves in the finals whenever, you know, like, yeah, how, how long has been rest? here for yeah. six years or whatever? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think uh, one thing to think about is that a lot of these guys were really, first off, a lot of the teams that came in, we're not talking about Optic at all on the show. No. Um, and I'm we all, try, we try to refer- hide Jackson in the background, see if he wants to come on. We just, we just referenced, this. we just referenced Golden Guardians for the first time. So, uh, to some extent, yeah, I get what you mean. But on the other hand, I mean, if you look at uh, the the lineups, uh, like they were able to, 100 Thieves was able to pull Prawley. They took a lot of veterans in. I think that's something that really helped them. Mark, you, you're making a grimace right now. Do you, no, do you I, I mean, there's some 100 Thieves staffers in they, the audience. I didn't know if you wanted to come up and kind of say like back there. why it's not disrespectful. Or maybe it is. I don't know what his opinion what, is. What is, your, what is your opinion on Kevin's question? I don't think it's necessarily like making them look bad because I think so much talent has been drawn from like within the scene. I think hundred thieves was an org that I, I talked to kind of when they were making their way into the league. And I was impressed by like some of the, the high, high ups and their approach to it. Like um, names people might not know. So I'm not going to bother saying, but like they had a good idea of what esports was and what it was going to be and, and these kinds of things. And I think they, they uh, attacked the scene in a very intelligent way in terms of like mm-hmm. how they built a fan base and who they wanted to partner with and these kinds of things. So I don't see it as as looking bad uh, for the scene as a whole. Um, I think a lot of the orgs that got selected got selected for a reason, and that's why you see them here, and it's no surprise that they're doing well. I think maybe a little earlier than I was expecting, but I don't think it, lo- it lo- reflects poorly on the other teams. And it's not like they're completely new orgs or teams. Like, you still see familiar faces, Afromu, like Honey. Everyone's just mixed around and scrambled, and I think that's what makes it fun. So you no longer see, sure, you have TSM, Cloud9, who've been around forever. Now you have orgs like Hundred Thieves, Liquid finally making it in. Like that's exciting to me. I want to see people like duke it out. But I do, I do like your point, which is some of the teams that did not make it should probably, especially like the ownership and the the coaches, they should feel really embarrassed, right? Reggie, the first time he's not making it to finals, a Call of Duty bro is instead. You know, like his team. You know, so I it is it is kind of a funny situation, right? Like what uh. Wh- I, I do think it's it's good to see that these new teams came in with a really smart way, but I hope it super encourages these guys. They should be afraid, right? Like they've like TSM, CLG, this they've had the run of League of Legends in North America for so long, and I think quite frankly there were a lot of bad teams that came in with poor management structures for years and just kind of mm-hmm. got churned out of the LCS and brought back in by St. Vicious, and uh, <laughs> and. and and then and and now it's no longer the case. Like they all need to be terrified of, of you know their their lineage and and all that's going away. So right, I think I think it's it's worth noting too that like we're talking about the, the existing orgs like dirt on their face, but like how about the no longer existing orgs that like two teams came in right away and instantly catapulted themselves into finals and third fourth place match. You know mm. teams like Envy who have been here for a while and Dignitas who have been here for a while like. I think it it speaks more to like how good the the management that was brought in potentially from these other orgs. Yeah. Kevin, who are you a fan of? Just curiously. Um, well, I'm a fan originally of CLG. Okay. I, I was sitting in the back and I saw Trevor's face and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Stitchay. And yeah. then you guys brought him up and I was like, I I know my CLG players, but and I know Team Liquid has three former CLG members, but I'm a fan of Under Thieves and Afro Move. Damn. Okay. And I hope they win on Sunday. Very good. I, I, by the way, this is one thing that I am so impressed that 100 Thieves has been able to get, like, the massive, like, it is rare that you ever see a team come into the league and instantly have so many fans. And for a long time, I thought it was just going to be because, like, 
Nate shot would just bring along his like whole crew and YouTube subs, but it's actually a lot of native. What? What, Mark? I was just saying Nate shot was pretty critical. I think in their in their popularity. Like, think about this. At the start of Split, the first episode of the heist was like literally Nate shot talking into a camera. That's the only episode of the heist. Gabe is in the audience right now. My roommate. I always get yeah, but that was enough. That was enough to jumpstart, and he still is a significant part of their. Stuff and like you did an interview with him. I watched the entire interview, and by the end of it, I was like, "Holy shit, I love Hunter Thieves." Yeah, because because Nate Shot is that like interesting. I and mean, admit, admittedly, I did an interview with Nate Shot going into it with like Hunter Thieves is the stupidest team. Yeah, name I everyone ever thought think. that. And then as soon as I was done with the interview, I never thought about the name. Exactly, again, that's so. my point. Is like I think he did a, a lot of work to make that team a, a not necessarily household name, but like to the point where you look. Past the name, but like, I do I like think, but I do think a lot of it is not just his his personality, but the work that he's been doing and the, that his team has been doing. Right, I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean to cut it off at Nate yeah. Shop, but I'm saying like he was a great gateway drug into liking Hundred Thieves as an org. Yeah, this is, I don't know, we have a pharmacist in the audience, maybe she can help give commentary on that. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I don't know, I, I just am really impressed with how the Hundred Thieves stuff has gone. So. Uh, it's and it's cool to hear that you're you're rooting for them over you know that they have fans that have have just come in and and done that, mm-hmm. so. Obly hot takes. I mean, Liquid only gave me this jersey after I had to work for them for a year, and then Nate Shot just gave me a free jersey. Yeah, well, he's not so. giving. He don't want to let anybody else buy his jersey. He so won't I, let any. Well, you know. It's a I like how you gave it away too, like, yeah, yeah. just that easily. For it's college. A va- valuable yeah. piece of merch. That's true. Uh, Kevin, thanks so much for coming on. Who are you rooting for on Sunday? Oh, wait, I, yeah. I, who do you I think just is going to win? Sorry, who do you think is going to win? I also think 100 Thieves is going to win. Okay. I'm rooting place. for them. What? What's the record? Eh, I don't know. 3-0. 3-0? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. All right, how about, how about third, fourth? Less biased. <laughs> uh, I'll go Clutch Gaming. Clutch Gaming. Yeah, okay. like they fought the harder competition, so yeah. that's where they're in there. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Holy moly. Okay, thank you so much, Kevin, for coming on. Really appreciate right, thank it. Thank you for having yeah, me. You want to get James up? Yeah, I think left? it's I think it's time for Dash, Dark Dash, to come on. Dark Dash. Yeah, people, we, we, we need some mascara. We need yeah. some mascara for Dark Dash. Yeah. Some eyeliner. Wherever you want. Whatever, wherever you want. All right, I'll go over here. Dash, Dash how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well. How are you? Have you, you been to Miami before? Why yeah, is this? It's oh, it's wrapped around the chair. Yeah, so I think it's to make sure it doesn't. Very little slack. Yeah, yeah. You guys oh, are trying to like control cut, your guests. We'll cut you some slack. In a weird sense. I chose this seat very specifically because this is where I sit or oh, stand on, on the, the analyst. analyst desk. Yeah. So very it's very good. natural for me to only look left. Yes. And you're doing the hand thing. I do. Now, I only now I do talk want to talk hands. to you, Mark, Constantly. a little bit about what you think. That's is it. This, this Always is, with the hands. They're uh, there. Have you, is this your first time in Miami? Uh, no. The first time I was in Miami was probably when I was like 10, 11 years old. Okay. So in all honesty, as an, as an, this is your first, first real experience, okay. I'll say. What do you think so The last far? time I was here was just all the parks. I was pleasantly surprised be- because I, I will admit I was one of those people that when I heard we were going to Florida, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, but Miami is different. I hate heat. Yeah. Wait I want to be it. in a swamp. Wait for it. Wrestling gators. I just upset Afromu. Yeah. Um, sorry, budget Afromu. Yeah. Um, no, I, I despise heat. I can't deal with it. Uh, humidity as well. That's you're why from, I left New York. New York, New York summer. But have you been to New York summers? Yes, I've been. And I, and I lived in Del Mar. This is a mile from the beach where you got like 75 <laughs> to 65 degrees year-round, all wind. And it's wonderful. That's my point. Uh, and so I came here expecting to be miserable, and then I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I've only been here for about 24 hours, but so far I've had a blast. Yeah. We're out at the beach today, had some great Cuban food. 
Nice. Ready for some sweet games. Well, we have a uh, audience member uh, up here. What's what's your name? Ron. Ron, welcome to the Hotline League. Ron's uh, got purple hair. Yeah, Ron has purple hair. I don't know if that's going to show up or not, but it's it's pretty cool. Ron, where are you from? I'm from Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Can we get my closer? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit closer. Okay, I'm from okay. Detroit. Okay, and hey. and uh, they'll fix. They, you know, there's one guy back there. That's one guy who's, who's dealing with everything. Yeah. So, Ron, uh, what? And you, I'm going to ask this question. And they'll make. Fun. Did you fly from Detroit to Miami? This no, I walked from Detroit. You to walked Miami. from Detroit. Okay. When did you get five in? Five miles. When did I get in? Yeah. This morning. Okay. And you're, how, you're how here. How far away is Detroit, if you had to guess? Like five miles? Six. Miles? Yeah. Six. And you are, uh, where are you, are you just here for LCS finals? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Ron, what do you want to talk about? Um, if you can craft the power team out of any player playing in the NALCS right now. What team? Like, what, who would you have on your what's team? What's the mega team for yeah, NALCS? Yeah, your, your dream team. Well, Doublelift, I would pick him. Uh, that would That's an easy one. No, uh, I don't know. Dash I feel like Mark. we should have asked this question when Kobe or Jat were up here. But Sadly, we have you. Sadly, you have me. Um, I know you, you, you have thoughts, I got man. opinions. Yeah, you always I got have opinions. It doesn't mean they're right. I, I never felt like there was doesn't a question. doesn't mean they're justified. I, was say, I don't think there's ever been a question James didn't have an an answer to. Maybe not the uh, right one. So any, any, are we ignoring import restrictions here? Because I feel like that's a whole other level I, I of complexity. I assume you mean keeping two, two imports. Two imports? Oh, my goodness. I needed like anybody? 15, I needed 15 anybody? minutes of prep anybody? here for this. Oh, my God. Um, I want to say, okay. I mean, I, I essentially would take probably my ballot from from all team, right? Which was? From NALCS all team, which now I have to remember. Uh, in the jungle, I believe that was yeah. Xmithy. Uh, I'm forgetting my top lane right now, which is why I skipped it. Um, uh, was it Huni? Oh, yeah, Huni. There you go. Yeah. Wait, how did I forget that? All right, Huni, and then it was either it's either Xmithy or Dardoch, and I have questions there. I'd probably go with Xmithy because I have more faith in him as a leader than I do as, uh, than, as Dardoch in his ability to communicate and work with a team. And so I will take someone who's more practiced and a veteran in a role that demands arguably more communication than any other role, maybe other than support, on a team. You go to the mid lane, I'll pick Jensen over Bjergsen any Damn. day of the week. Uh, I know that's probably one of the more controversial things out there. I will pick Jensen because I will take someone in the mid lane who's willing to, in my opinion, is willing to take more risks. Um, and seeing as how that, in my opinion, that's where the entire game revolves around the mid lane, right? Uh, and so in, in some senses, you need to have your mid laner needs to be the one who's willing to make plays and take risks. In the bot lane, I probably... Oof. from Historically speaking, I would choose uh, Sneaky. Uh, after, a, after this split, I would choose Doublelift. Uh, and... And the reason that is is because I've always, any of the other casters will tell you I've always been like the biggest Sneaky fanboy. When I first joined the team, I was like, Sneaky's the best ADC in the NALCS. This was four years ago. And Doublelift was like perennially voted, voted better than him, better than him, better than him. And I was always like, no, I swear to God, Sneaky is definitely better. I value consistency, consistency, consistency. And then this year was kind of the first time where I saw Sneaky crumble and I saw Doublelift step up to the plate. And so in the immediacy of today, I would pick Doublelift. And then in support... Oof. I mean, I probably go Aphromoo simply because, Reunite again, Rush at this hour. moment, I I voted. I would. I will. I'll tell you what my vote was. I voted for Aphromoo MVP. That's what I voted for. And so, given that, I would pick Aphromoo to to round out that roster. So I like your list. My only problem with it is that a lot of those guys are resource intensive. So I feel like Smithy's going to be like, what does he do with that team? Yeah, right? like, I have to be everywhere all the time. Um, so then my question is, do I want to swap out? Like, where do I want to swap people out? 
Um, I feel like top lane is such a volatile. I would argue that that would probably be what you swap out, right? You probably you bring in someone like Impact or someone like Someday who you're like, all right, he could perform. He's not going to have as high highs as Huni and whatnot. But if I have to choose someone who can just go even in lane, can show up to fights, knows how to execute both on carries and tanks, then maybe you're looking at someone like Someday or Flame as, uh, as Fion and, and even Mark. Yeah, I'd love, love to hear. So maybe you sub someone like that if you have serious concerns around resource distribution. Yeah, I think I like Someday uh, because it. I feel like he struggles sometimes to synergize with his teams. Like I think I saw that a little bit in Dignitas and again a little bit in, in 100 Thieves early on in the split where he kind of felt like it was like, well, what do I do on this team? But assuming you can synergize with him, I think I think Someday might be my top laner and I, I would keep most of the rest of your team. Pearson first, Jensen, I'll do tryouts. Do some try you're gonna make him try. You're gonna make him try. Are they gonna one v one in the mid lane? Like, no, how do you, no, no. How do you, we'll how do you run some scrims with one guy. Run some scrims, scrims with the other. You know, we'll figure it out. But I feel like those those two guys are real close. So I'm very content minded. So I would just build. <laughs> Travis is all content team. It's, it's he's Hootie, like whichever Hootie five top. players have gotten the most views in my interviews. Yeah, yeah. That's top, who I choose. Hootie top, Dardock jungle, Bjergsen mid, double lift Aphromoo bot lane. Well, easy. It's just, yeah, I think money. that's a pretty good team. I mean, they're, and it they're is all, actually a pretty solid league. They'll, they'll all team, implode, so. but yeah, that, we that's, need we need Ron's. He brought the question. Yeah. Up. I know what he wants. Um, probably Stixay Aphromo in the bot lane. Hey, hey. Stixay with Medios in the jungle, either Medios or Dardock in the jungle with someday up top, and it's it's only Bergson and uh, Jensen in the mid lane. So it's either one of those. You can swap it out either way. Which one would you pick? Probably Jensen. Yes, because, my boy. Like you said, because he takes risks. And like in the mid lane, you kind of need that. While uh, Stick saying Afrimu could hold their own in the bot. I feel I I was recently told we have an opening on the analyst desk for this <laughs> for this weekend. If you were looking to, yeah, you know, we're gonna be, hey, if you have a couple free hours yeah. on Saturday or Sunday, let hours. me know. Let me know. There, Mark in. is not gonna be. Uh, Ron, <laughs> Ron, who do you think is gonna win on Friday? Or sorry, Sunday. Hundred thieves. How come? You couldn't How tell. Because after. Do you see what shirt he's wearing? His baseball shirt. I yeah. couldn't afford a hundred thieves Obvious. shirt. You couldn't afford <laughs> the closest thing to a hundred thieves shirt. The hundred thieves merchandise has been the biggest topic of conversation on this show. It's probably great for that merchandise. I mean, there, there's definitely some like value and exclusivity and like the scarcity of a product, but at some point, it's kind of like, you know, just charge like two hundred dollars for it and make people shell out, and you'll still sell your hundred shirts. Just yeah. make more of them. Yeah. Ron's like, yeah, I agree. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, whatever you want, Mark. I don't. Whatever. Uh, Ron, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. This was a fun question. No problem. Thank yeah. you for having Thanks me. Thanks for coming on. All right. So, uh, Mark, do you want to just. We could bring two people up instead. You could take a break for a second. What? Is this like a get me out of here thing? Like, wh break, Mark. where's. Uh, <laughs> <And what? laughs> where is he? I mean, do you. Oh, he's in the back. Yeah, I was thinking uh, we we could have two team owners pop up really quickly. Oh yeah, I don't care. I just that was very nebulously worded. Well, yeah, I, I figured like, you'd figure it out. You tired, Hunter, and I have Nick. sunglasses on. Hunter and Nick. If Nick is is Nick sober enough to be on? No. Nick is Nick is never sober enough to be on. He's just sober enough. Okay, just sober enough to come on. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll run to the bathroom. Oh, I mean, they can sit on on a lap and share a microphone. I don't. I don't no, care I, I'm that. fine to take a fiver. Oh, yeah. All right, so we have. Kobe took a seat back. Do I get to ask a question? It's like yeah, really offended. Yeah. Can yeah. I kick it off? So who oh. who is who? What are your guys' names? Um. Oh, go ahead. No, please. Shit. You go first. Shit. Uh, Wait, whoever finished higher in the standings. Well, you, my uh, name is Hunter Lee, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am the head of esports for the Golden Guardians and the Golden State Warriors. 
I'm Nick Allen with CLG. Yeah. Woo. So I saw a jersey woo. out there. Have there you it this is. Guy up here yet? No, he's, he's he not deserves it. What's your name? What's your name, sir? Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Big fan. Daniel in a CLG jersey. Yeah. Daniel, did you see that Stick Says in the front row over here? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was he, he was on the show Dude, earlier. I love you were not here, but he was. Oh, he no, was okay. Was, All right, I'm glad yeah. he's got. That I chance. do not see. Is by the way, I don't see a Golden Guardians jersey here in the audience. I no, haven't looked nice. completely. Yeah, yeah. Well, underneath yeah. this shirt, let yeah, you know. That's not true. There's actually no. a Golden Guardians. No, no, there's not. And and uh, Nick, you're also here. You do CLG stuff, I hear. Yeah, yeah, I work for CLG. He said that. Yeah. So you guys are both. You guys are. I just wanted to reestablish. You guys are both here, though your teams are not. Yes. So right. What. There's what? a uh, really owners in the knife. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. an owners meeting uh, like yeah, uh, yeah. the the team owners or team representatives oh, and Riot get together a couple times out, a couple times a year. Show, oh, actually. really? Nick yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. just here for spring break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wandered it off having a great Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He just heard the sound of yeah. drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually not, Dash was on my flight. We were. We actually were sitting right in front of me. Exactly that. We didn't know that and then I was a guy. There's a guy that would not stop talking to you at the beginning. Oh, it was fantastic. I was like let's keep it going. So what was his, his? He was he works with like the NFL. That's yeah, what he was yeah, telling yeah. me. He was yeah, telling yeah. me all about. He does some kind of. He was an ex Navy SEAL. Wow. It went. It went from. What was his hey, name? How are you doing? To it was here's and, and every NFL boom, person catapulted. I know. It went it's from a, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah hi. It, Welcome to our row to like let me tell you about my life across this other woman who did not want to yeah, be a part of the conversation the at all. I was, was in the window the whole seat, time. he's in the aisle, and she was literally just like, I don't know how to Get navigate these two but people who are loud and really having a nice. conversation across the me. The middle seat is just the worst. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, great. You were really nice. You were really engaged with that guy. I did my best, man. Was I got he he coming, gave me his card. I have his card. For, Look at that. Actually, give him a shout out. Was he coming for? I'll do it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me find his card. You guys talk about the camera mic while you look. James is doxing. Oh, I found it. Yeah. Robert Stella, this to Acumen you, Robert Performance Stella. Group founding well, partner. There, wow. Founding there it is. Partner. That's impressive. Apparently, That's I, impressive. Actually, you know what? Fascinatingly, he's worked with, like, according to him, like six or seven different NFL teams. Yeah. But anyway, enough yeah, about Nick, the NFL. Who are you? Are you? According to him. Nick, who are you? We are off the rails. Nick, Nick, you said you had a question. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I showed up, saw this crowd, and then I saw what you were wearing. Oh, yeah. this Travis? is a great... Has this come so, up on the show? So, yeah. I was hoping this is good. Oh. I've got, so, I've got opinions so I here. I, so. My read is that you bought that especially for so the show. Own, own or rent? Yeah. Own or rent? Well, hold on. I wanted the backstory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. take us through the whole thing? Where the suit so my grandfather from. fought in World War II. No. And... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can of worms. I'm glad. <laughs> Nick, I'm glad Nick. This asked was his question. military uniform. Uh, I think actually. So uh, Ovi, who is in the front row, uh, as soon Ovi. as I said we were going to do a, a Miami Hotline League and try to do it live, he said you have to get like the white. Is this Miami his suit, suit that he loaned you? Yeah. So he, so he tailored this suit. No. Uh, <laughs> and so actually, he he connected with me with some friends, uh, Brian and Rachel, who may or may not be watching. They run, uh, run a company called Ateo. They took me out, helped me pick this out. Uh, so that I would have something special for this. So you bought it's, this. It's, That's what I'm. It's a rental. <laughs> oh, it is a rental. Yeah, it is a rental. Yeah. How, so you do you have to how return much it, did really? you spend? I do have. To, at some point in time, I have to return. Actually, the funny story is, I think I would get charged more if I don't return it on Sunday. So I might be looking for like a men's warehouse in the greater. This is Miami like a area. rent to own situation. Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait. It was a men's warehouse. Yeah. Because yeah. you said it was his friends. Oh. Yeah. They is took this a took your pajama behind? You look great. Yeah. I'm a big fan, man. Hey, comfort is key, as they say, Mark.
You know what I love about this yeah. right now? Kobe's yeah, having a conversation with himself. Nobody can hear because Kobe, no one at home can hear what he's saying. And Kobe is literally Kobe here taking up 30 seconds <laughs> of on-air yeah. time yeah, yeah, having a conversation with yeah. Mark on his own. He's killing yeah. it. He just assumes he everyone good. can hear him. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I think your question was just about my outfit? No, yeah. that was the whole thing. That's the whole thing. I think you look great. Yeah. Did you guys show up with Dan Din, by the way? We did. Yes, we did. We're been hanging out. Also just, on our flight. You just roll in with Dan Din. He was. I didn't, I didn't see him because he was not Shout sitting as out. far back on the plane as you <laughs> <laughs> and I. Well, you were busy. All the way back. Dan Din is here representing Team Solo Mid. Oh, okay. Very, very good. Actually, they're not Team Solo Mid anymore. I guess no, they're, they're just TSM. 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 Oh, here we go. There we go. Yeah. Actually, it's really crazy. Dan Din just fault. chanted That's my TSM. fault, I guess. I did not hear anybody else, but no, there no, were like multiple voices yeah. coming from his mouth. Yeah. Like he just admits the TSM. One guy. Cheer one guy. <laughs> chant. I don't know how you do that. That's yeah. impressive. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, how how'd the owners meeting go? That's a question. We'll talk did about that. Did it happen no. yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it did. Was, okay. it was I didn't know when it was. Plus a nice dinner. It was fun. It's a good time. crew. Yeah. Yeah. Nice any, any exciting changes? Who's yeah. getting kicked out next yeah. split? I'm pretty yeah. sure that's, what, that's what the whole dinner yeah, yeah. was we about. Don't right? discuss we don't discuss that. Did you vote on name? The they only said one name. Kobe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Boy, hey, like, I've been campaigning for that guy. I have to say, so this is, this is true. We were at dinner, and s there were rioters there, including people technically above Kobe in the chain of command. Oh. Okay. And there were several There's comments no about how drunk is Kobe on air right now. And people were checking the stream to see what kind of behavior he was up to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I he checked know. out, though. You're doing so okay. You got, here, looking good. Looking funny, good, look buddy. Good. Funny anecdote and maybe a little bit of nepotism. Both these guys used to work for Riot. True. Uh -huh, and now uh -huh. now they do this. You're not you, supposed to talk about that? I you had guys, to, there was a point in time when I had to take take orders from them. That's, like, if they said that's something, both true. I'd have to do it. Yep. Not that's the not case the, anymore. That's not the case not anymore. Really no, now, I can, I mean, honestly, they're, in a sense, I can say whatever I want on air. Yeah. Right? I mean, Ryan will, still, Ryan will still probably kill me. But. In fact, I would encourage you to say the most risque yeah. possible oh. thing. Oh. Yeah. Those were flight buddies. Yeah, the yeah there it is. Yeah. Uh, but well, this is a little bit different for you guys. You guys are now on the show. Yep. There's a time before where I think it had been a little bit more difficult for you guys to show up half drunk and wander in. I haven't. Half drunk. drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fully drunk. Full no. Please. Yeah. Yeah. No, just Hunter. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, just him. No. I don't know. Is there. Kobe. Okay, so ha has it changed? I, it is interesting being on the other side of the up. conversations. Um, I, I think uh, I've learned a lot of stuff in the transition, and, and team ownership is not exactly what I thought. But I do think um, probably it just makes things less adversarial in a good way, right? Like I'm very sympathetic to, to the riot positions, and, and I, think I, like, I think we can both we, – we benefit as team owners from our time at Riot for sure, and I think Riot benefits – for having team owners who who understand where they're coming from. Yeah, Nick, you have anything insightful like that? No, it was fun. Uh, were you paying attention? Yeah. <laughs> Here's where, I, where am I? Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. I will say we were the two we were the two most casually dressed owners yeah. in okay. the meeting by because far. Because you knew you you're were coming to Miami. this. Yeah. We were in yeah. Miami, but the number of people who were like, "You look like you're dressed for Miami." Well, if well, you know, they were in like jeans and a and a long sleeve shirt dressed? or something. Who's the best dressed tonight? Oh. At the uh, John Robinson. Yeah, from from, from Hundred Thieves. Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. John's. Oh, a good actually, guy. Seb, except so John is so, John is super sharp, except for insisting on wearing the Hundred Thieves dad hat everywhere he goes. I think he time. looks good. Yeah. So he pulls it off. All right, I'm done with you guys. Uh, really, that's it. Wow. Yeah, we want to bring Mark back. What, who Can do I? you guys think is going to win on Sunday? TL. Uh, I I got to be a contrarian. I'll say Hundred Thieves. Hundred Thieves. 
Oh no, you're you wearing pajama, pajama pants. pants. Pajama yeah. pants. I didn't notice that. Travis dressed up. <laughs> how yeah, on earth did you sure not notice that? Well, how does that relate to Miami, though? How does that relate to Miami? The it's what he normally wears on the show. Yeah. He normally wears this on the show, and so... And you thought that was and funny. And here we are. <laughs> it's, really, it's really a bad joke. Kobe, Kobe this bad joke. Kobe, Kobe, now screaming, take off your pants to Mark. I don't... Yeah. Just oh, that's way better. That's way better. Very right. disappointed. You guys can now leave. All right, bye. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. See you. Who's, uh, who's Th- coming up now? Thanks for derailing the show. Yeah. We only had a half hour left. We couldn't just wait for the show to get derailed on its own. Yeah, uh, Mark, I know we have several more famous people that showed up. You can decide if you want to bring them up or if you want to bring up oh, I don't. people. For, I mean, the part Why of the idea was Dash. the famous people. Can I get the... I thought Dash wanted to crush a couple I want to flame some right, kids. Let's yeah, flame some that's kids. You would, like, who's got, show. Your you would like to get spiciest take by Dash. Let's go. Feel free to raise your... He's confident. Far, far less people This know. guy's confident. Mark, I don't even know what his question is. No, 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 no. Mark, Mark, go out there, find somebody. Uh, by the way, thank you to uh, some more folks who uh, threw us some stuff. Fortney12, Cherry Whip, Norse Thunder, uh, Saurik, uh, who says thanks, Omen by HP. That's always nice. Zuki XD subbed. Uh, Yon Star, who I believe is Yoni, saying loving the white suit. Uh, Miss Hustler, Ruffles589, Cosmos. Did you cherry pick that comment? Gin, no. Or that was specifically uh, a sub. Gin, Gin Jabbard, uh, Real Foxy gifted a sub to Skipper, my old roommate, and Event Nexus resub. So thank you to everybody, as well as uh, Ungstrup with the, the bits. Thanks, everyone, for supporting this. Uh, doing the show in Miami, considerably more expensive because I have to pay for Kobe's drink <laughs> tab at the end of this. And so I'm a little worried about that one. It, so Miami drinks are expensive. But it's pretty nice being out here in the fresh hey, air off the beach. <laughs> Why would I defend you, Kobe? I had to buy your last drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Speaking tough. of Kobe, we're yeah. getting low, and it's your turn to buy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, got oh ten, boy. ten more minutes or so. All right. I guess we don't have a hard out, but uh, Luke would like it if we didn't go for I mean, I, we, you gave the first three two hours, and I get the second two hours, right? I don't think that's how I'm no. pretty sure that's what we agreed yeah. on. So James, what, hello. No. no. What is your what is your name? My name is Alex. Thank you for putting the sunglasses on. That, that yep. yep. That's great. Oh, Theme. I, have, I have sunglasses. Yeah. Alex, on. Alex, where are you from? Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, great place. Did you fly here? Yes. Okay, very good. Alex, uh, what do you want to talk about? By the way, your second is that a Cloud9 hat? Yes. Okay. Representing. Wow. Cloud9 merch is uh, really it, yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't sell wear it. The, yeah, 100 thieves <laughs> like 100 to learn thieves. a little bit about. I couldn't wear it the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Alex, what do you uh, want to talk about in the show? Um, I wanted to say, or I think the best of ones change that we went through during the regular season hurt a lot of the teams going into playoffs because we went to best of fives. And C9, TSM, who even during the analysts stage, they said, um, we think they'll play, or their you know, coaching staff should adapt really well. And everyone hit them after their matches and they lost. They're like, well, they didn't draft. They didn't change the draft. Yeah. C9 kept banning top. And then TSM didn't ban Thresh. And uh, I feel like if we had practice with something other than best of ones. Alex, uh, you you know, when you go to like Taco Bell, you can pick the spiciness of the flavor, the hot sauce that you get. I would like you to pick the spiciness of Dash's re- rebuttal to this. How, how comfortable are you with him going on? So, yeah, I guess this question is, do you want Dash to go first and then the rebuttal? Well, I, just, want, I, just want want, to I want Alex to decide how aggressive Dash gets. I'm a stranger in the audience. You'll never meet me again. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so this is a, this is a tough one because yeah, these are, these there are good questions out there. Yeah, and no, and this is a this is a good question, and I think it's hard to come to a defined and like you know determined answer. But 
What I will say in opposition to that, I'm going to play the opposition here. All right. So I'll play the opposition to this, which is that um, every team is still playing in a sense. Um, what would be a best of three against another team and that if they win both right over the course of a split, they, they will have a two Oh over the other team beyond that. Um, a majority of players in the NALCS, they've played through best of fives, they've played through best of ones, and they've played thousands, if not, and uh, maybe six, I can verify this, tens of thousands of games just online. Like, I can't even imagine how many hours of League of Legends you have logged in your lifetime. These guys understand how the game works. And to say that they need a game to warm up or two games to warm up into a best of five, I would always contest that in a professional scene, to be a professional athlete, you have to be able to perform under the conditions that are given and expressed to you at the beginning of the split. All these things are laid out for you, very clearly defined. Here is what is needed to be successful as a pro, whether you're in the NFL, whether you're in the NBA, or whether you're in League of Legends. You either have to win best of threes, best of fives, or best of ones. Then you have to go to a playoffs, and you have to perform through that in single elimination, and you ultimately have to win a best of five in the finals. Like, those things are laid out for you, and if you know this, and if you are actually the best of the best, you will perform to those expectations, no matter the circumstance, no matter the environment. you got a runner who's out there at 30 degrees you know, Fahrenheit, freezing, and he's used to training in 70. I don't care. That's how that works. Every other runner out there that day is also running in 30 degrees. Every other player on that stage is playing in a best of one with you. So in my opinion, the argument that a best of five or a format of best ofs hurts any team as compared to another team is made essentially null and void based on that. Because everyone's dealing with the same circumstance. And ultimately, um, if, if that's what's laid out, that's what you have to perform to. Now on a personal level, being a league fan, I want to see more league. So trust me, if it were if it were my choice, if it were my choice, I would watch more League of Legends. I would love to go back to best of threes just simply because I get I get to watch more. Like why wouldn't I? Well, you um, were watching two games at the same time. Yeah, how I was also <laughs> that's how, how, how was the analyst you desk when it was about, when it was yeah. you and I doing two streams at the same that's time? A how fun was that? Tangential story, but you want to talk about Mark and my for a full year last year, sitting in the analyst desk, just the two of us, just before we got Jat to help us out. But like we had Two games up simultaneously, trying to dart back between both of them, build segments for both, because we don't know which one's going to end sooner. And then one does end. We're in the middle of a segment. The other one ends while we're in that segment, and I have a producer jumping in my ear going, hey, the game ended, and I'm pinging him back while Mark's talking, going, well, what happened? Like, how, how do I analyze this? And he'll give me, like, the quick two bullet points. Like, so basically, they won bot lane, transitioned that towards the Baron. They got a good fight there at 25 minutes, and then they won the game. I'm like, great. I'll pretend like I know what I'm talking about. And that's how, that's how we kind of had to operate the desk in that, in that regard. But I'm taking your question regardless of broadcast, right, regardless of what my job demands and looking more at the competition. And ultimately, I think that, once again, as a professional, you have to be able to step up in the given circumstances. And I don't like the idea that format is ever used as an excuse for underperformance. Can I, can I Absolutely. Re readjust real quick? Please do. I wanted to, I, so I think of like last split and C9's performance when they would, in the world particularly, um, they came in with some, I think, some spicy st strategies at world and the group stage and everything else. I thought when they brought out with impact, ironically, and he brought out the cinch top, that was insane. And then we got hit with it this time, but we came in with a plan and then it didn't seem like we 
remember that there was a game two and a game three. I think that, and then TSM felt like the same thing. They won game one. They're like, awesome, great. Next game, oh, wait, there's two more we got to play with. And then it continued. Right, so, but what, what about the team they played? That oh, came, I felt that, like. That came in with I know. a plan for game two, game three, game four, and game five. That's my point. One team showed up prepared for the given circumstances, mm -hmm. and one team did not. But all of that was known leading up to this point. And so, again, trust me, it sucks. It sucks. Because no, no, no. I was just as big a fan of what Cloud9 did at Worlds. And I thought that was so incredible, the innovation that they came in with. And that's what I want to see more of. Uh, but I, I don't think you have to give people best of threes in order to tell them that, hey, you should also have stuff in the bank to pull out when you're in a best of five. Not, you should know that that's coming. Not to mention, but, like, it, you know, with TSM Cloud9, these guys have played best of series a lot and like yeah like i would Sven not have expected, are no stranger yeah i would i would not have you would expect like the teams that have had a lot of playoff or sorry the all the best of practice to do really well tsm last year everybody said that like they lost their first game all the time and they they'd win the series or whatever so i know it's a different lineup now but it's a it's a bit of a a surprise i think i mean so, go ahead i was gonna say i i understand some of the some of the points being made just that like yeah i think you can you can say tsm and C9 didn't really adapt well to what was going on with the series. And for C9, like, they were trending downhill the entire second half of the split. Like, they were 3-7, and 3-8 and eight or something at that point where they, they had dropped all the way from tied for first to, what were they, fifth? Let's not talk about it. Yeah, so, like, I, you, you got to talk about it. Like, they were, they were kind of a shit team at that point. Like, they were not one of the favorites coming playoffs. So, like, I understand why they lost. TSM, I think, was a favorite, and I think a lot of teams would still, people would still argue that they were the better team. Uh, but I think you can point to the fact that Hakuho was on fire that day, and they didn't respect that. So, like, you right? Know. See, I and again, I guess, I guess what you're getting at, or I'm, I'm gonna suppose a thought. I'm gonna from stuff you. words in your mouth. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. So tell me if I'm wrong, please. Uh, but what you're saying is that in best of threes, they have the opportunity to practice that more, so that in that best of five, when they recognize, holy crap, Hakuho is going off. Now we're more prepared to adjust to that, right? We're more prepared to, as a team, to say we need to react to what's happening in the moment to have a better plan in game three, four, five. Right. I think for the TSM example, I think this was their first chance to play from down in a best of five. And as a team, I think they probably made a call to say, I think we can beat the Thresh. Mm -hmm. They lost this one and it meant everything. Versus if they played this in the uh, regular season and they had like a best of three and they realized, hey, someone's hot on something. We don't have time to risk that. Let's just ban it, get it off the table. That adjusts their team mentality and a coaching draft that they didn't adapt to. And I think that hurt them here. And I think the same thing for C9. I think they came in with a certain plan and they were like, we're going to stick to this plan and, and, and we're going to see it through and we're going to play it out with one play. And it didn't work out. And I think, and then they're done. And they only had one shot to try it and that was it. And if they had more time with this team, with this roster, even though all of them have been practiced, but I don't know, but I just feel like they're just rusty with doing it. And as a league, I know that the other teams performed well with it, but as a league, I think it would have been more, I think those matches would have gone differently, obviously, but um, in an alternate universe, those, those matches would have gone differently if all those, those same teams were still there and all of them had practiced in a best of situation. I think they would have made a different, I would think they made a different calls. I think C9 would have probably had a different uh, band phase um, after game two or at least uh, game three. And then, TSM would have been like, we can play, play against Thresh one more time, and then we're banning it off. And then they would have been in a best of one or two, but they would have still been not playing against it down the whole time. My, my final thoughts real yeah. quick is just like, I, I always liked best of threes more. 
Was that shrugging each other? I was just saying I'm done talking. Oh, okay, yeah. I think I think uh, when best of three change came through, I was really down with it because I was kind of under the impression that the tournament structure would change as well to the point where like you no longer see best of ones even in the group stage. Um, but when that change didn't come through, and best of ones are just a vital part of the international infrastructure as it is. Uh, I, I, I at that point I was like, well, why even have best of threes? You don't you never play best of threes in international competition. You play best of ones and best of fives. So like. I think the regular season and postseason should match what happens at in international competition. Exactly, so like, and that's you, what it does now, right? Right, and that's what I think is like you should learn how to perform in best of ones, and then you need to perform in best of fives. And if you can't perform in those two situations, then like I don't really care. And you're, this is all like ignoring the, the entertainment aspect of all of this. Right, we didn't even touch on the idea that, that yeah. like. Hey, sometimes it can be really boring to watch the hey, number no one, one team watch play two games and smash the ten team, and it's also sometimes not interesting to watch nine and ten slug it out for three games, right? Uh, yes, it's interesting to watch one and two slug it out for three. I mean, games, there were there were ten k viewership streams with like Dig plus a, a tenth place team like P one. Like no right. one watched so that we, shit. In so we're only time we for could the go on, side. on about this for a while. I, we actually do need to start uh, moving on. Alex, I want to shout out your Patreon. Supporter, thank you. Thank you so much yep. for doing that. Thank Woo! you. Appreciate that. And I thank, you for, I, I thank you for the spicy question. It was a really good question. I like it. Who's going to win on uh, Sunday? Uh, I'm, I'm pulling for 100 T. 100 T. Okay. Uh, Very good. Thank you. All right. So uh, should we try and grab this guy? Sebastian? Yeah, yeah. His team's playing tomorrow. Sebastian, are you down to come up? Yes. Yes, exactly. People can't hear you until you sit down. Well, I mean, like. Look, you have to bounce Garner and Olaf if you can't play both sides of the matchup, right? Like, it's not. Oh, we're, we're diving right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love this. There's yeah. no context. Yeah. Let's I, mean, talk. I was, was going to let him introduce yeah. after he. I, I, heard, I heard this question. And I was like, I think, I honestly think that people are giving Song too much crap. Like, Song's a really good coach. He, like, was thinking about the jungle matchup. So you blame Mike Young? No, I don't blame Mike Young. You blame at all. Mike Young. I think that you have a bot lane that never dies, and they died a couple times, and you know things go one way or the other. I think that's the biggest thing from from my perspective is like, okay, so Sven died like five times in the second half of the year, and then died six times in the single game or whatever Yo, thank it was. Thank you, Hakuho, man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Big, big ups to Hakuho, but yeah, I, I agree. Bot lane fell apart. Uh, so hey, Travis. Can I catch your name? Hey, my name's Sebastian Park. Where, where are you from? I'm from Houston, Texas. Archon. Oh. And uh, oh, let's not talk about Archon. Okay, sorry, my bad. <laughs> what? Uh, and and you, for those that don't know, I run Clutch Gaming. Well, congratulations on making it to Miami. Oh uh, yeah, we just had a couple of owners on here that did not do that. Hell yeah! No, I yeah. mean we should give them more props because I I want to be here. Yeah, like they had to be here. They it's had a to be here. Yes, right? yeah, like, they made it out here. Well, anyway, so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, tomorrow. How, why is your team going to win? So we're not favored. And we're, Are you not? We're not favorite. Really? I, don't, I, I actually really. Yeah, I like, wonder. Wait, no, really. No, 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 we got crowd polling. James, if you wanna. Yeah. Wait, wait, how do you want me to do that? Okay, if you think that Clutch Gaming's gonna win, ready, go. <laughs> All right, now if you think Echovox is gonna win, ready, go. Seems pretty damn clear cut so, to me. So, for 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 in all honesty, there's a lot of recency bias here, right? Like we played a really good series against Hundred Thieves in TSM. Oh, and TSM. Forgot about those guys. And then um, the uh, like Echo Fox didn't look great against Team Liquid, but Team Liquid's probably the best team in the LCS right now. And so okay. like that makes it seem as though Clutch Gaming has a better shot. But I still think we're the underdog here. 
And I think if you ever ask Vegas, not that we should ask Vegas, but if you were to ask Vegas, what are the lines at? I'm pretty sure the somebody line in is, Twitch chat. Go look it up real quick. I, I think I feel like there might be some money in the air. No, I'm, I'm almost certainly if you account for Vig that hundred. Uh, sorry, not hundred thieves. That uh, Echo Fox is probably favored against us. I I love this because uh, I get the feeling like Sebastian is afraid because all split long he's been the underdogs. No one's believed in them. He's like, no, no one should believe in right, us for the um, first time ever. Everyone's like, hey, they're gonna win. And that's not that true. There was there was that one game where Mark believed in us and we won that game. That's so, true. Like, that was. Can I ask you a question? No problem. That's out of sarcasm. Like, if you do consider, if you truly consider yourselves to be the underdogs mm -hmm. tomorrow, one, I want to know why, and then two, I want to know how you think you guys cover that weakness and end up winning. And uh, it, of course, without giving strategy, right, right, blah, right. Blah, 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 blah. But like, where do you guys think that you're considered underdogs? Because I, mean, I don't see it. So I, I would say, and this is a cliche. So like, let's ignore the the background for this, but. Generally speaking, when you play a best of anything series, you want the best player on the core or right, on the right, rift, right. etc. Right. So you're looking and, at Huni, and and like I think Fevivin's better than Huni, but like Fevivin thinks that Huni's really good. Wait, so hold like, on. Forget the first conversation. Uh, Let's talk about Fevivin I'm and Huni. I'm a little bit upset that when you guys were talking about Bjergsen and Jensen earlier, that Fevivin wasn't in that conversation. I almost mentioned, I almost mentioned it, uh, and then you saw me and then you stopped. No, I just didn't <laughs> feel like bringing it up. No, I mean, I think, I mean, just in terms of mid laners, I was, yeah. I was talking to, is Hunter still here? Because I'm going yeah, to Yeah, I think he's drinking over there with I think, I think Hunter was like, I made my appearance. Uh, I've yeah. seen the audience disappear <laughs> and the more of a crowd. Yeah, there we go. They're all the drinking over there. It's a much bigger yeah. crowd yeah. at the bar than oh, there yeah. was at the beginning of the night. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, so I, think, I think from mid lane, there are two main styles to play mid lane right now. Uh -huh. There is the more Korean-esque roaming style, which is, you know, high, although he's not Korean. Um, fly. Ryu. Ryu. Um, honestly, like Hui also plays a similar like roaming style, and then there is the like y'all take care of yourself style that a lot of the European mid laners play, like Jensen, Bjergsen, Fevivin, uh, Poe Belters learn from his European brethren, right? Like there's that style, and and in my opinion, at least right now in the current state of League of Legends, this latter style is just a dominant style. Um, like in the previous style, you had guys like Xpeke and Ocelot just running at each other and killing each other. Um, uh, even uh, even R Reggie, like Reggie was the kind of guy who would just like not CS that much and just like try to kill you. Um, sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't. Because of that change, Wait, but I so I'm so confused all of a sudden because you're talking about Fabivin being better than Huni, right? Yeah. So I'm so, so then why are you underdogs? So, that's a great question. <laughs> I don't get it. You just said you might have the best player no, I mean, in the NALCS on your team in the mid lane and in one of the most lopsided matchups. Because before you said that Febivin was better than Huni, I know that we on the analyst desk already believe that. Welcome to Hotline League brought to you by James Dash Patterson. Well, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm part of me is taking over. This is why we save Dash for last because he will uh, Phoenix dominate. Phoenix played him. super well against Fedevin the first game, right? Remember when he was playing this yeah, year? Yeah, game, game one. Holy crap! Like, like his like his game one. You mean the regular right. season? A regular season. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I'm, I'm predicting tomorrow's game one. Three months ago, right? Like, no, I mean, like. If anything, I think, I, mean, I have a lot of faith in that, guys. Yes. Our coaching staff has spent a lot of time over the last few days. Basically, from the moment we lost game five, we were like, well, we can't analyze a 70-minute game right now, so we'll, we'll table this for later. Try, and tr then, trust me, we tried. <laughs> right? We tried. Uh, we, had to, we were tasked with that. You, you got to break it up into four games. So you got to break up to the first 10 we minutes. We were just like, series recap. <laughs> literally, <laughs> you have no idea. When, when games like that happen on the analyst desk, we are literally we create like 17 different segments because we're like, okay, if the game ends at 35 minutes with this team winning, this is the segment. 
And then as soon as a fight happens that seems to suggest something, you know, like the other team might win, right. like, okay, okay, so then in the case that this team wins, we're going to do this. But if the game goes another 20 minutes, let's cut these four replays. Let's <laughs> add it. Like, it is the most stressful thing ever to watch a 70-minute game and I'm try sure and analyze it's, it. I'm sure it's stressful so to analyze it and not, and not be, like, a person And not be, like, invested in invested it. Invested yeah, in I'm the winning sure. of your yeah, it's way <laughs> worse for us. Trust, right, us. trust me, worse we are losing our minds. Uh, I, so, I mean, I would say that public perception has Echo Fox worse. But they're still a solid team, right? Like, yes. if they, like, I think, I think it was after game one against TL, there was that face Hooney made when the camera turned to him, where he was just like, "Give me Camille," <laughs> or like, "Give me, give me game plan," or "Give me something like that." And I think that puts us uh, drafts warp around Hooney more than they warp around Bevin or Bjergsen or anyone else in the league, right? Like when you have to draft against these guys and you're drafting against Hooney, you have to take the time to be like, "Well, there's Hooney." We think Solo can, you know, Solo does well against Hooney and Scrims occasionally and does poorly against him occasionally and does even against him occasionally, but you still have to respect Hooney on stage. And so we have to draft around that. And that, and that warps the game into ways that you don't expect. I really uh, like that point. Just, yeah. I want to say that. And I, I think I like, that's a really I like interesting that point. point. Too, and and, well, and for way. what's worth, dude, I would not have voted for Aframu for MVP. I think it's definitely Hooney. There's no player in the LCS that warps the game around him as much as Hooney. And that's a very, yeah, he was my number two. To be clear, but uh, no, but I actually really like that point because I think that is something that is relatively unrecognized in League of Legends is what a player's persona, their aura, this identity can can do to other teams, right? Again, like I think the person who probably possesses it the most in the NALCS, and that's simply because we have the most exposure to him, is Bjergsen. Right, right. But he doesn't even necessarily warp your champion select because ultimately they're like, well, I mean, we've seen him on Zillion all the way to Syndra. Yes, we'd like to see him on Playmakers. That's what <laughs> no, we'd I was, like to see. I, I was going to say that, like, for Bjergsen, there are two, like, schools of thought on how to handle him. One is, like, give him his pick of the litter. He's going to perform no matter what. No matter and what. Then, and then sometimes it's, like, ban him out, and then he still performs on, like, his sixth best dash. Right. Next time we're going to put you in a different seat so that you can't just do... The analyst desk. Sorry, there's over. only three people on the show, yeah, Travis. Yeah, that's what I that's that's three what you had, You're the producer with the, yeah, the, the true, left yeah, yeah. I don't know who gave you a mic. Hello, I don't know uh, how that Dad, ended up in Dad, your Dad, hand. Hello. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I. Three minute show. Sebastian, so you you guys play tomorrow. Uh, you you think that you guys are. He thinks they're going to win, but they're the underdogs. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just an interesting way of putting it. What's the score? 3 1. 3 1. Okay. 3 1. I think we lose game one. We win two game two in a nail nail biter game, and then we win games three and four. Do you think their mental boom? Because I think one thing Clutch has is a pretty strong mentality. Whereas, like I think in the Echo Fox versus Team Liquid series, you saw a couple people in on Echo Fox's team just kind of like I don't want to say give up, but we're willing to take bad fights that they knew were bad. <laughs> Look, we have so much experience being behind. <laughs> like it's uh, it's honestly it's honestly great. Look, I mean, you guys <laughs> like, have you guys have had to in it, to be crude about it. You've had to you know you've had to wade your way through the shit like this entire split, right? In a sense, you were the ones that were underrated for so long. Uh, you guys were we we played that whole idea of the line, right? You're so consistent beating everyone below you but not above you. So I gotta say, the line is such an interesting concept, right? Because if you look at the win percentages of all the teams in playoffs and you check the win percentages of them versus the other teams in playoffs, none of them have a good record against other teams in playoffs because we're that's all true. in playoffs. That is right? true. <laughs> like it's but that's, that's the nature of the one-win the one win spread. Right, right. Well, so, like, if, if you put the line at TSM, it makes them look really bad. But if you put the line under TSM, I think a couple of other teams, I don't think it look worse because you guys were three and 
three and seven versus. This versus is just the the narrative. I swear no, to God, no, I'm, I like I keep like glancing uh, no, no, over no, no, at Travis, and I'm no, just I mean, like, he wants us to get good, out of here so bad right now. Thanks guys for watching. This has been Online League Live in Miami. This is the last time I'll ever be on this show. It's a good conversation, which is why I'm happy to have it go forward. It's just it's funny because. A, a segment that you guys are obsessed with, like the line, because this was such a big analyst desk <laughs> element for you guys. Uh, Sebastian's happy to talk about it forever because it's it's the clutch thing. Um, but unfortunately, Kobe is yelling very loudly from over there and drinking. So I feel Kobe. like let me, let me mic him up. No, 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 no. I feel like we need to uh, call, it, call it. Yeah, he's very. Good. So I mean, so before we are, before we go, Travis, yeah, I got yeah. a question for you. Sure. Do you like Miami? I, I like Miami. Do you like these people? They're amazing. Well, there do we you, go. Do you like? Uh, hey, do Miami. Like do you like Travis? <laughs> there it is. Thank you so much. Thank Gotta you make so sure much, it's for coming on. Uh, last question: Who wins Sunday? Uh, Sunday, I. I want to say TL three O. I like it's. Then say TL three O. That's oh, what you want to say. Yeah, say it. I, I Come on. It. Confidence. Uh, Look, you got you know when T you know when Team Liquid uh, played Cloud Nine in the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah, I that remember was the that. first time their their that week that their games went beyond twenty five minutes because in scrims they had won in twenty minutes well, against they, everyone thirty six hours something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, well they they talked about that a little bit and like, and you guys were the were the team that was kind of validating their statements because you guys are like yeah we got smashed by team liquid i understand why they didn't think we were a real team i think lira had an interview with like in um, the global <laughs> and he was like, yeah we didn't even look like a professional I mean, even febby like the first yeah, question yeah. that febby answered he's Sebastian. like yeah we got hard smash so three everything otl three otl very good well thank you so much for coming on the <laughs> thank show you. thank you and best of luck tomorrow so i feel like you guys are the favorites so thank you so much have a good one all right so i uh, have two microphones yeah, that's not Put that away. Um, say that right, to you. So, Mark, what do you want to say talk that about? To you too often. Uh, we should. What's uh, great is even <laughs> when the stream turns off, the PA system still right, works. We are about. Yeah, we'll get another drink. We'll this is uh, next time. I'll sit in the middle. Um, we are about 13 minutes over time, so uh, we can sort of do the wrap up. Uh, Mark, do you have anything that you want to say? No. Dash, on behalf of uh, all the Riot folks that came up today. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Represent too much pressure. The entire all company. I was going to say was thank you guys so much for having the show and putting this on, inviting us as guests, all four of us. Yeah. We had a blast. I think the setup was incredible, especially for a first-time attempt here, like at a... Big shout out to Luke. Outdoor live hey, stream. Are you, are you, are you kidding me? I'm gonna, Luke, I'm gonna should I put the are camera on you? Uh, every no? one of okay. you he who came like out that. to uh, ask us some really tough and spicy questions. The spiciest. Yeah, thank you for the crowd. Right over there. Up, yeah. I love it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and otherwise, I'm just excited for some sweet games this weekend. I'm yeah. hoping for some full five-game series. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Dash. Also, Avali. Really appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for coming out, everybody. It's been great. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I want to tack on to what Dash wait, was Luke saying. Wait, oh, <laughs> Luke muted. Don't you mute me, Luke. I know where you live. Yeah. I actually thought that this was going to be a dumpster fire like Mark. So I think as much as I hate it, maybe round of applause for Travis for actually putting this yeah. together. Yeah, let's show it again. So... So here's the. He uh, paid me to say this. Here's here's how this show happened. Here's how this show happened. Mark on Hotline League. I'm um, sorry, said, Travis. We're out of time. Mark's, um, Mark on Hotline League. Play the music. Said we should do a live show. Kelby really liked it. The whole idea started coming, and at that time, during the show, Luke, uh, who is my live producer for the show, worked with me at Yahoo. He messaged me and said, "I will live produce Hotline League in Miami." Uh, he found the venue. He he booked the he got all the gear. He did all this stuff 
Uh, I, I'm probably not paying him for this. I, I should probably toss him something. But uh, he is do Quite. he's done so much for basically nothing other than to help create this. So I did virtually nothing. Mark came up with the idea. I did actually nothing. Not yeah. even virtually. I Cre showed created up. Created all the responsibility, and Luke executed on it. Broden uh, today ran around, helped set everything up, helped Luke plan all this stuff, did everything. So it's, it's really those guys uh, who really did it. Uh, I really want to shout out Owen by HP again for sponsoring. Uh, their logo is supposed to show up on the screen. I'm not sure if that ever happened. So uh, thank you so much to Omen. Uh, we're losing Mark right now. He's, he's ready to start drinking. I take my praise back. It sounds like you did nothing. Yeah, I did nothing. Yeah, no, it sounds That's like it. Luke is responsible yeah, Luke, for all Absolutely. Luke! Luke! And then uh, thanks to everybody who showed up. I mean, people flew in from all over the place uh, to, to, to attend this show. And then as a bonus, NALCS finals happening this weekend. So... Uh, thank you guys As so much. As a bonus. Shout, shout out to Twitch the chat. Uh, if I didn't get a shout out, or if I didn't get a chance to shout out your <laughs> your uh, subscription, I, I apologize, but thank you, everyone. Uh, this has been Hotline League Live.